following is another Power 99 Sports presentation. Power 99 Sports presents High School Football. And they'll fake it. McCarter wants to throw out to the wide side, and it's picked off down the sidelines. It's Rogers, 30, 20, 10. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City. Preston Rogers steps in front and gets the pick six from 36 yards away on the first play of the game. Tonight, it's a Central Nebraska battle in Amherst as the undefeated Broncos welcome in the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City. High School Football and KKPR is brought to you by the Power 99 Sports Club. Back to the I formation, but Shields is the fullback. Fourth night, wide open, Vavra touchdown, Amherst. Amherst has already surpassed last year's win total with a perfect 3-0 start, while Arcadia Loop City has faced early season injuries, which has led to a two-point and a four-point loss in their two games. It's the Rebels and the Broncos coming up next, but first is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll take you live to Amherst with Power 99 Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word from Hogemeyer Hybrids. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And good evening, everyone. It's Friday night in Nebraska. High school football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, our producer engineer, Nick Grimes, as we are just up the road in Amherst as the undefeated and seventh-ranked Broncos welcome in the Arcadia Loop City Rebels, who are 1-2. and two. Now, Arcadia Loop City got the better of Amherst last year, but we've got into that Arcadia Loop City, Amherst, Ravenna, Burwell, whether they're in the same district or not, they seem to still play each other, throw Elm Creek in there, who both of these teams have already played, and all of them have been very good over the last decade and have put together some really good football games. Don't be misled by the Rebels' 1-2 and two record. They were banged up early on in the season. Key component, Tryon Calarose, came back last week, and that's kind of a 50-50. Yes, they had an easy win over Ainsworth, was that all Tryon Calarose? Probably not. Ainsworth struggling. But Tryon in the lineup, maybe things go a little bit differently those first two weeks. A two-point loss to Elm Creek with numerous turnovers. And then a 20-point deficit to Nebraska Christian in week number two. They come back, get the lead late, but can't hold on at a four-point loss. So they are that close to also being 3-0 and on the season. Amherst, they have been tested. Uh, they also beat Elm Creek, and then maybe the biggest win of the year against a Cambridge team that many people believed could go deep into the playoffs, maybe as far as the semifinals uh, in the West bracket. But they have struggled a little bit. Talk to the folks down at Cambridge. They're actually making some changes with some personnel, uh, trying to improve their line, maybe moving big tight ends to the line and doing things there defensively as well. So don't count Cambridge out deep down the stretch either. Already a couple of football games going on today. One in the books that you heard on ESPN Radio. Uh, Gibbon had trouble hanging on to the football. They had to go with their backup quarterback today. Ended up with four interceptions, one fumble, and Bridgeport uh, was able to take advantage of that and win it by a score of 27 to nothing to hand Gibbon their first loss of the year. In Class B at last check, Aurora was leading Omaha Gross by a score of 28 to 21. Last night in overtime, Wilcox Hildreth beat Wallace 24 to 22. Fun fact about that is very few times can you say they blocked the extra point to win by two, but that's exactly what happens in six-man football, and Wilcox Hildreth won the football game last night. Other games that we have for you tonight, a dandy on 1230 AM KHAS, 
Number one in C1, Adams Central, is at number eight, Cozad. And then Hastings St. Cecilia coming back off the quarantine, getting their second game of the year. They're hosting Centura on ESPN 1550. You can also hear our games online at platriverpreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. For Amherst, they got off to a good start this season, uh, coming out after just a two-win season last year and beating Alma opening night 45-12. to Edging Cambridge here 28-26, and then a really good game last week at Elm Creek, winning that 28-6. For Arcadia Loop City, they lost to Elm Creek on opening night with those multiple turnovers and injuries, 22-20. Falls to Nebraska Christian, 46-42, and then took care of Ainsworth, 66-14 in their first road game last week. Going to be a little volleyball this weekend. Amherst among the teams that's going up to the Ord invite. That includes Cran Island Central Catholic and O'Neill that they're going to have to face in their pool tomorrow. Arcadia Loop City, their team down a little bit this year after graduating eight seniors off last year's volleyball team. We will be a busy volleyball week next week. Monday, Kearney hosting Grand Island Northwest. Tuesday, Adams Central at St. Paul. Thursday, Lexington hosting Kearney Catholic and Grand Island Northwest in a triangular. This is the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here from Amherst. We will be back to hear from the coaches, Mike Scott of Arcadia Loop City, Farron Klingelhofer of Amherst, right after this timeout. The Cheesy Burrito has been one of Amigos' faves for almost 40 years. That gooey cheddar cheese wrapped in a warm tortilla started out just for the kids and became so much more. Right now, in honor of our 40th anniversary, Amigos is offering three new Cheesy Burritos, three cheese for an all-new twist, black bean queso for veggie lovers, and chicken bacon ranch for everyone. Great Cheesy Burritos aren't just for kids. So make today a cheesy day at Amigos. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. And we're back here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show on Power 99. A couple of teams that always seem to play some pretty good football. They've had their ups, they've had their downs. And for Arcadia Loop City, they don't like to be 4-4, four and four, but they're a team that when they get into the playoffs like that, they are very dangerous, and they have had to battle some injuries over the years, and that's no different this year. And with the illness and possible COVIDs, there's even more to deal with. And Mike Scott, the head coach, is joining us here. 9-2 and two last year. I, Kind of joked you're going to take on an Amherst team that's already won more games than they did last year. You're kind of on the other side here, but obviously there's some reasons, Mike. Yeah, we struggled a little bit early on this year with whatever it be, whether it be you know, injuries to our starting quarterback or COVID-related to our starting running back. We went into the first two games without a varsity backfield. Uh, nobody had taken a varsity snap in the backfield the first two games. So we struggled trying to get the ball to the last scrimmage and make some positive yards. But on the flip side of it, our receivers, Drew Lewandowski and Preston Rogers, did a good job stepping up, kind of carrying us, kept us in both of those games, you know, losing to Elm Creek by two and Nebraska Christian by by four. Uh, really, you know, is a testament to uh, how decimated we were and how hard they fought to keep in those games. And we fell down 22 to nothing in the first five minutes. Nebraska Christian, those guys could have just said, you know, we're going to week three. But they fought, and we actually had the lead with uh, under three minutes to go in the game and just 
uh, just inexperience, you know, just, just kind of showed. Unfortunately, we didn't step up, make play when we need to, and, and we ended up 0-2. But we rebounded well last week against Ainsworth. It was nice to see Tryon Calrose back in the lineup again after we got rid of that uh, the COVID issues, and he came out and just exploded for a, uh, a welcome back game for us. Uh, 300-some yards rushing and five touchdowns. We couldn't have asked for a better, better showing from him. Well, you take a look at uh, what has possibly a team that could have been 3-0 and without some of the guys that uh, we were talking about here. What, what does that tell you about what could be accomplished here the rest of the way? Well, we're looking forward you know, to our future when we get Jaden back and we, and we are full boat. Uh, we've got some uh, phenomenal offensive weapons. When, uh, when we get everybody on the field, I mean, I, I wouldn't want to have to scheme against uh, Tryon Calrose and Jaden Scott in the backfield. But then when you put Drew Lewandowski on one side and Preston Rogers on the other, well, you just got to pick your poison and hope that uh, whoever uh, is not being uh, covered by the, the ones is not having a good night. Because those guys, any given point in time, one mistake and, and any of those guys can take it to the house. And our offensive line has been doing a pretty good job. We're improving every week. Uh, and we were still down uh, one of our starters. He's got a, a knee issue with Vince Urich, and uh, we're looking to get him back hopefully next week. And, uh, you know, we're, every week we just we just try to play week by week, do our best to get a win so that we can just play on and have a, a good shot, get a few points, you know, power points, and, and find our way into a decent season and at the end of the season. Well, and for the success you guys have had lately, you still have a lot of these guys that have uh, plenty of experience for you, especially when you talk the Gregories and the Rogers and the Liam Heil and Clayton Deathlifts, of course. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys, they're doing a good job. You know, they're really the ones that are stepping up for us. Uh, you know, unfortunately, you know, the Logan Gregory, he's got a knee issue also. He's been fighting through it. But but they're tough kids, and that's the thing. You know, we just we just we have tough kids, and they're tough uh, mentally, they're tough physically, they're tough emotionally, and, and that's what keeps us in the games. You know, if we had guys that just weren't mentally tough, we would have it would have been easy just to roll over and and uh, concede the season because we've had plenty of excuses. I mean, with COVID and injuries, it's a lot of teams would have just said, you know what, which is too much for us, but. Let's test it to these guys and their attitudes and their capabilities. You don't usually see the quarterback wearing number 48, but obviously because Jaden's out, you got Cody Marcus back there. Tell us about what he's done in the first uh, few games here for you and, and what kind of a quarterback, what you're asking for him to do. Cody's done a really nice job for us. I think maybe I asked maybe just a little bit too much of him early on, you know, trying to put him into the role that Jaden had running a little bit, be a physical runner. And, and he's more of a throwing guy, and he's been doing a really good job. We've got his footwork down. His accuracy's always been uh, one, one of his strengths. And uh, you know, the first couple games, you know, a little antsy. That's just kind of typical for a first-year starter. We didn't expect him to, to go out there and, and, you know, throw 300 or 400 yards. But, you know, to be effective – and uh, once he settled down, he's he's been very effective for us. He's made some great throws. Drew Lewandowski's come down with some some uh, really spectacular catches, and uh, you know Preston Rogers is just waiting to break out. Because when we get both of those guys going, uh, you can't cover both of them. You're going to have to pick your poison, and uh, both of those guys are great receivers. But you know, for Cody's testament, he's done a great job leading. He stayed he stayed focused. He stayed positive. He stayed solid, and done everything I asked of him.
Talk with Mike Scott. He's the head football coach of the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City here. Coach, uh, tonight's game, uh, taking on Amherst, uh, one common opponent in Elm Creek, but we know those opening night struggles and even hanging on to the ball for your team. Uh, what about Amherst? A very impressive win against Cambridge. They played well again last week. Uh, what are you looking for tonight? Uh, they're a good football team. They've, they were good last year. We just I went back and I watched some of last year's film just to kind of uh, cross-reference the two, and they weren't much different last year. They were physical. They, we just got a few breaks and we took advantage of them. That was really the difference in the game last year. It wasn't it wasn't uh, a lopsided victory. They're a good football team and they're bringing the same same philosophy this year. They've got a nose tackle and a middle linebacker that's as good as anybody in Class D. And both both of those two guys play aggressive, fast, hard nosed football. They're going to be hard to contain. You know, our our line is going to have their hands full with those guys. And uh, they've got some experience across. I see a lot of common numbers between the two years. Uh, they're going to they're gonna bring everything, you know, that we expect. They're going to be tough. They're going to be experienced. And, you know, when you're 3-0, and you got that confidence going. And that's one of the things that's hard to overcome. You know, it's tough to beat a team that believes they're going to win every week. And I think that's kind of where Amherst is right now. All right, Mike, we will uh, let you get back to preparations here. It should be a really good football game. Always appreciate the time and the best of luck to the Rebels. Thanks, Doug. We appreciate it. That is the head coach of Arcadia Loop City, Mike Scott, here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. We'll talk with Amherst Farron Klingelhofer right after this on Power 99. During the hectic harvest season, Aurora Cooperative's mobile app is here to keep you one step ahead. Our new mobile app features allow you to see real-time scale tickets, the current grain bids and balances, our loading and receiving hours, and offer you the ability to pay your bills through the app. Let us help you be more efficient this harvest season. Download the app today from your mobile app store and log in using your Aurora Cooperative account information. Reach out to Tracy Minky at 402-694-7682 for more questions. Tougher together, we know your roots. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. We head into week four of the high school football season on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, and the Amherst Broncos couldn't be any better than 3-0, and and that's exactly what they are. And head coach Farron Klingelhofer joins us ahead of tonight's game against Arcadia Loop City. And Farron, boy, uh, three weeks in and already more wins than last year. It has to feel good right now to be a Bronco. Yeah, thanks for having me on. Uh, couldn't be happier for the boys than, than I am right now. So, you know, it's it's really all them. They're... They're hungry. They um, have earned these three wins, and uh, so couldn't be prouder of the way they've played and, and just happy that it's finally coming together for them. Talk about it coming together. Obviously, two wins last year. These 3-0 and starts are kind of something Amherst football tradition has you've been a part of. You know all about it. Uh, used to be in a playoff team, but things changed, obviously, last year with uh, you and the staff trying to get everybody uh, in line. Uh, as, as you look back at last year, uh, what were some of the ups and downs as you got ready for the off season to prepare for this year? Yeah, you know, last year we had a good football team. Um, there was, you know, times where we moved the ball on, on everybody we played. Um, it was just a consistency issue for us last year, um, and it made it hard. It was kind of a roller coaster of a season, um, a hard season to coach, just because I felt bad for for the players. We 
we would show some really good things and then um, you know let a game slip away here or there and and uh, it was tough to swallow so this team this year just I think you know has found some consistency um, kind of just more comfort in what we're doing this year this time around and uh, so you know that's been showing these first three weeks on the field have you done anything different this year if you tweaked anything offensively and defensively uh, some minor things um, obviously uh, if anybody has seen us play or, or watched any film on us you know we've got a couple weapons at tight end for us a couple senior guys that have done some really nice things and, and Kalen Rohde at quarterback's been throwing the ball exceptionally well these first three weeks so uh, if anything different you know I think we've utilized the pass game a little bit more this year um, but you know just refining some things more so from year one to year two has been uh, the biggest change overall. Talking with Amherst head football coach Fern Klingelhofer. They get ready for an Arcadia Loop City team uh, tonight here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. And as you said, it's always nice to have a lot of kids back. So they were learning last year, but boy, you have almost everybody back on that offensive side of the ball, including some big guys up front anchored by Jackson Tommenheim right there at center. Yeah, Jackson has done a, a really nice job for us, really on both sides of the line. Um, played a phenomenal game against Elm Creek on defense. Uh, and, and like you said, we've got some guys that are, are stepping up that haven't played necessarily been starters but have played a lot of football up front for us on the line. And we've got a good rotation at guard right now and, and want to keep getting more out of those guys so that, you know, ideally um, with the numbers that we have inside, we could get to a point where we're, you know, rotating our three interior linemen almost every series with, without much of a, um, a gap in, in the talent that we got on the field. So. Um, we've been blessed this year as long as we keep everybody healthy up front. Um, we got some good bodies in there. Farron, obviously you got off to a good start with Alma, but a lot of folks, if this season continues to progress as it is right now, are going to point to that Cambridge game. The Trojans were a preseason top ten, maybe some people thought a top five team, and you were able to go in there and, and squeak one out when you were trying to turn the corner. Kind of reminds me of Pleasanton last year. They were two and six, then they went on and go all the way to the state final. Uh, that that's a turn-the-corner game. What did you see that night? Yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. It really was. Um, I just saw our, our boys, they were hungry, and they just kept fighting. And, and we told them going into the game, you know, Amherst-Cambridge, historically, that matchup has always produced some really good good battles back and forth. And and uh, we told the boys that, you know, Cambridge is too talented. They're, they're a good program that they're going to, they're going to get some big plays on us. We just got to keep fighting and, and hang in there and, and not lose hope and, and believe that at the end we can come out victorious, and, and that happened for us. And, and really that is a, a big turning point just in the morale of the team. You know, we lose that game. Um, Elm Creek last week might look different. Um, so the boys are, are definitely um, motivated just with the success that we've had, um, and, and hopefully we can keep that rolling. Um, tonight against another good quality opponent in Arcadia Loop City. Well, let's take a look at uh, last week, and then we'll look at Arcadia Loop City. What was uh, clicking so well against an Elm Creek team that had played well the first couple of weeks? Yeah, we executed fairly well um, on offense last week against Elm Creek. Uh, there's still some, some spots in our run game where we need to get better uh, down the road. Uh, you know, if we want to be a contender um, late in October and November, we've got to execute better up front. What really helped us last Friday night was our passing game kind of came through and then helped our run game out. 
and so we talked about that with the guys too. You know, sometimes the pass is going to open up the run, and sometimes the run is going to open up the pass. Um, we've just done a good job of finding something that's working, and then and then playing off of it. But uh, yeah, like you said, Elm Creek, um, a good quality opponent. We just really played well up front, and that's that was kind of the deciding factor, keeping the ball in our hands um, and keeping it out of out of their hands with their ability to you know score from anywhere on the field with Xavier Perez. And Farron Klingelhofer, head coach of the Amherst Broncos, they're three and zero. And as Coach Scott, we talked about earlier in the pregame. They're just a couple of plays away from being 3-0. and In fact, if they don't leave the ball on the ground as much in opening week, they probably get Elm Creek as well. What do you see from them? Yeah, they're a good football team. Uh, I'm telling the boys that all week. You know, they're four points away from being 3-0. and And uh, I know they had a, uh, maybe one of their starting running backs that was out those first couple weeks that could have been maybe that difference in those, in those uh, six points or uh, two points against Elm Creek and four points against Nebraska Christian. So really good football team. Uh, I think the biggest test that we've faced defensively as far as a, a ground game goes, our Katie Luke City really comes off the line of scrimmage. Um, they're aggressive with their run, and they're going to keep running on us all night long. So we've got to figure out a way how to stop their run game. Um, and they, they do some other things on offense that will really stress us defensively. So going to be a good challenge for us, um, but I think – you know, the guys are looking forward to it, and, and hopefully we have a good showing tonight uh, against another good quality opponent. Always a great atmosphere at Amherst Fair, and uh, you knew about it uh, as a player, now as a coach, and we're looking forward to a good game tonight, so uh, best of luck. Yeah, thank you very much, and all the coverage that you guys provide for high school athletics. Thanks so much. Thank you, Farron Klingelhofer, joining us here on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. And we'll be back to Amherst to give you the starting lineup for tonight's game right after this on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and welcome back to the Hogemeyer hybrids pregame show from Amherst a couple of games that are already in the books this afternoon on ESPN 1460 a battle of unbeatens went to Bridgeport as they took advantage of five given turnovers to win it 27 to nothing and in class B Aurora downs Omaha Gross 35 to 21 it's time now for the starting lineups brought to you by five points bank the better bank in Kearney First off for the Rebels of Arcadia Loop City, the center is number 61, 6'4", 240-pound senior Liam Heil. The guards are number 33, 6'1", 175-pound sophomore Hayden Griffith. And number 82, 5'11", 200-pound junior Justin Lewick. At end, number 51, 6'185", pound senior Clayton Detlefs. At the split end, number 13, 6'175", pound senior Drew Lewandowski. 
The fullback, number 17, 5'6", 150-pound senior Logan Gregory. The eyeback, Tryon Clarose, went for over 300 yards last week. He's a 5'9", 160-pound senior. And the quarterback, number 48, 6'1", 180-pound junior, Cody Marcus. The head coach is Mike Scott, assisted by Aaron Habe, Jason Overmiller, and Tony Caslin. Arcadia Loop City 1-2 and two with those two losses by a total of six points. They were ranked seventh in the preseason in Huskerland Prep. For the Amherst Broncos, number 59, Jackson Tobenheim is your center, 5'9", 250-pound senior. The guards are number 23, 6'4", 170-pound junior, Josh Klingelhofer. And number 39, 6'1", 160-pound junior, Jacob Graham. At tight end, number 26, 6'2", 195-pound senior, Riley Galloway. And number 42, 6'2", 185-pound senior, Colton Vavra. The fullback is number 33, 5'9", 195-pound junior, Sam Hollander. The eyeback, number 16, 5'8", 150-pound junior, Quentin Frank. And the quarterback, number 2, 6'200-pound senior, Callan Rohde. The head coach is Farron Klingelhofer in his second year, assisted by Colin Pfeiffer, Eric Rippett, and Carson Hammond Amherst is ranked 7th in the Omaha World Herald, 8th in the Lincoln Journal Star, and they are 3-0 on the season. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We'll take a look at our injury report here because there are some kids out still for Arcadia Loop City, a couple kids that are coming back for the Amherst Broncos. But you've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrids seed dealer. Arcadia Loop City won the toss. They defer. Amherst will get the ball to start the first half of tonight's football game. Again, we still have plenty of football for you on our network of stations, including Centura, St. Cecilia on ESPN 1550 and Adams Central Cozad on 1230 KHAS. You can also listen along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll take a timeout. Be back with the opening kickoff in a moment. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971, and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You'll be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need Redline High-Speed Internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has rooms deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company. Joe Milner Insurance Agency is your State Farm Insurance Agent in St. Paul and Loop City and proudly supports all of the area athletes. At Milner Insurance Agency, with our auto insurance, we know your car is more than just a car to you. We're proud to insure what gets you home. Get home insurance for the place you love. Property, business, life, and health insurance, too. We have a plan to meet your needs. At Milner Insurance Agency, our mission is to help people manage the risk of everyday life, recover the unexpected, and realize their dreams. Milner Insurance Agency. When you want the very best, Lucy Trotter, where you'll always get more for your dollar. 
We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door. That's what we're here for. Go see Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part. Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student-athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends. Go see Trotter. Let's take a look at our injury report tonight, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. As we said, Arcadia Loop City getting back try on Cattle Rose last week, but they are still without their starting quarterback. As you heard Mike Scott say, Jaden Scott out with an arm injury. Now, he is suited up tonight, but he's got that right wrist and right arm uh, in a cast. Talking with the coaches beforehand, he is not intending to play tonight, but at least he gets to suit up. Also, Vince Urich, a big lineman, is out and out because of an illness is junior Tristan Robinson. So those are the players that are out for Arcadia Loop City. For Amherst, they're still going to be without sophomore uh, running back and linebacker Christian Wick, and they will get back Riley Fisher and Isaac John, both injured in non-football-related incidents in the offseason, and they get to suit up tonight for the Amherst Broncos. And, of course, we will also mention uh, the man down today, and they have already done a few things for Talon Trampy. They call him Slink. You still see the uh, T-shirts. You see the jersey that they bring out, and they drape over the bench here. You have a few players uh, that kneel right now for Amherst in front of that jersey and slap it as they get ready to go out and play some football. Of course, young Talon passing away. Uh, this summer during uh, this entire COVID. Uh, we got a chance to see him play some basketball, special young man, and uh, missed by his teammates here tonight. Our injury report is brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. We are ready for football. Beautiful night for football here in Amherst. And uh, as we take a look at what the weather conditions are at kickoff, we can tell you that they're pretty darn good. We should see temperatures in the 60s throughout the night. Right now it is 69 degrees with a southeast wind at about 11 miles an hour. The humidity is at 52%, so that's not bad at all. And uh, get down to about 60, 60-61 by the time this football game is over. So let's get things underway. Glad to have you along with us. And don't forget to follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. You can keep up to date on the scoreboard as well with the uh, updates from around the area if you have one to add to it 646-0506 you can text or call 646-0506 so loop city arcadia loop city ready to boot this football away and we are underway as christian tincher knocks it back to the two yard line it'll be picked up there and coming up to the 10 to the 15 is going to be quentin frank and he is going to be short of the 15 yard line maybe the 14 yard line and that's where amherst will start the football game here this evening First and 10 for Amherst. And again, watching these quarterbacks in pregame warmups, they look pretty good. Both of them can throw the football. And uh, for Rhodey, man, he has got an arm on him. Just have to make sure you don't overthrow the guys from time to time because he can do that. So we'll come out in just that basic eight man eye formation, no wideouts, double tight end. Hollander, the fullback, Frank, the eyeback. They'll give it off to Quentin, starts right, and then gets to the 20-yard line and is tackled from behind. And on the tackle is going to be Logan Gregory. After a short gain of two, it'll be second down and eight. There'll be some guys that we didn't rattle off in the starting lineup, like a Preston Rogers. You heard him in the open tonight with uh, some of the great plays he can make offensively as a wide receiver, defensively in the secondary special teams as a kick returner. 
Rhodey sets him down. Stay in that eye formation. Want to run some power football? Toss sweep. Frank towards the short side, the Amherst side of the field, and he is stacked up. Nowhere to go. Didn't get too much there. He's going to get up to about the 19-yard line. Gang tackled, led by Clayton Detlefs. Looks like a gain of about three, and it's going to be third down and five. Keeping it conservative here on the first two play calls for the Broncos. Rhodey, as they check those wristbands that they have become accustomed to wearing, one of the first teams I kind of thought in our area, especially an eight-man that went to that because they, at the time, were throwing it all over the place. Third and five at their own 19-yard line. Opening drive. Rhodey back to pass. Has time. Rolls to his right. Still has time. Nobody open. Now throws it to an underneath man. It's knocked away at midfield. And Drew Lewandowski stepping in front of Colton Vavra. And there is a penalty flag where the pass was broken up at. Scramble, scramble, scramble. So Vavra decided he was going to come back to the football. Lewandowski looked like he made a good play. He did have to jump over his back, but they're going to call pass interference here on Arcadia Loop City. First penalty of the football game, so instead of a punt, a big break here. And, of course, pass interference in the eight-man game is such, it just seems like such a big thing. Any kind of a 15-yard penalty on an 80-yard field really seems to be a big one, and that will move the ball all the way up to the 33-yard line. First and 10 here for Amherst on the 15-yard penalty. 3-2, the defensive set here for Arcadia Loop City. Handed off, Frank starts right now, cuts back over his center, lowers his helmet, gets across the 35 and up to about the 37. Going to get four on the play. So far, Arcadia Loop City doing a great job in the middle, and Frank a little slow to get up. Might have got rolled on or pushed backward there. And on the tackle is going to be Calarose playing that defensive back position. And Frank is going to come out. He is hobbling to the sideline here, and we'll see if that changes things up a little bit for the Broncos and what they will do in that offensive backfield. Looks like they want to go to Jesse Tesmer, a freshman, as the eye back, and they'll hand it to Tesmer off the left side, finds a little bit of a gap, gets to midfield and into Arcadia Loop City territory at the 39-yard line. That's going to be a gain of three. So Jesse Tesmer coming into the football game, and we'll see how much they're going to have to use him. Just a freshman, but got a good frame on him. And it'll be third down and three yards to go after a gain of four to the 39-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. Rhodey, third and three, and they moved. Right end, right guard actually jumped that time for Amherst, and that'll back him up, make it third down and eight. And it looked like they were just going to run the ball again. They'd handed it to Tesmer. First penalty of the ball game for Amherst. We're on the opening series here on KKPR-FM, Carney Amherst and Loop City of the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug did it with you on this fourth night. A lot of games, well, at least a few games in our area, just today had to be canceled. Sandy Creek, Wilbur Claytonia, Hastings on their way to Alliance. Both the home teams ended up with the COVID case and had to cancel. Third and eight, bootleg to the right, pressure in the backfield. Rhodey over the middle, he had to get rid of it, and he overshoots his intended receiver in Riley Galloway, and that'll bring up fourth down and eight at their own 36-yard line. Good pressure from the outside that time by the Rebels, and that'll bring up a fourth down punting situation here for the Broncos. We've used two minutes and 48 seconds so far in our football game. 
And back to return it is the aforementioned Preston Rogers. He'll stand at about his 10-yard line. Good snap. Vavra the punter. They've got good punter and kicker at Amherst. It's fielded at the 10-yard line by Rogers. Going to cut to the left. Nowhere to go. Cuts back right. Makes another man miss across the 20. Gets out to the 23-yard line. That's a 13-yard return on a 34-yard punt that time for Amherst. And the first offensive possession here for Arcadia Loop City starts at their own 23-yard line. One first down on the opening drive via a penalty there for Amherst. Now they'll have to turn it over to the defense. And the freshman, Tej Hadwiger, looks over, say, hey, we've only got seven guys out here, so they'll run out another one. Tyler Kratzer's going to slide out there. And, of course, what the deal is, we still have Quentin Frank, who would be that starting defensive back, safety. They had to go behind him, and so a Kratzer will do so. And it looks like we had a penalty on the return. I did not see the flag. And they have moved the ball back to about the 13-yard line. So a hold called on the return against Arcadia Loop City. Their second penalty. And the Rebels will come up over the football with 9.02 to go in the first quarter and split out wide to the right. Preston Rogers will actually start on this offensive series. Full house backfield out of the pistol. And they'll have a low snap. It's rolling to Tyron Calarose, and Tryon just has to dive forward, and he's going to lose yardage on the play. Loss of two for Calarose as the snap was supposed to be a direct snap, it looked like, and it just didn't get back to him. Cody Marcus, again, is the quarterback filling in for Jaden Scott, who was injured on opening night. Hope to have him back maybe defensively next week. Quarterback might be a little bit later on in the year, kind of looking maybe at that Burwell game, which obviously is a huge rivalry game. Split out wide and left is Lewandowski. Full house backfield, and that's the way they want to run it. And they'll just block for Calarose, who runs over a man at the 15, dives forward to about the 18-yard line. So he's going to pick up seven on the play, but it'll still be third and a good chunk of yards, about five to go here. They mark it at the 18, need to get out to the 23. So they're putting Cody Marcus back there as the quarterback. They put Logan Gregory as the fullback to his left, and then Calarose to his right. This time they'll go with a little bit more season look here. Although at the split end will be Gregory. He's going to be offset to the right side. On third down and five, Rogers the lone wide out far to the left. And they want to throw the football out here on a stop round. It goes right through the hands that time of Rogers. He saw Hadwiger bearing down on him. I think he peaked a little bit, and the pass is incomplete. And it's a three and out here for Arcadia Loop City. Justin Lewick back there to pump the football away, and Amherst ought to get pretty good field position. It looks like they are going to put Quentin Frank back in there. He backpedals about 15 more yards. The coaches are telling him to back up all the way to his 25. Scoreless, 7.50 to go in the first quarter. Low snap, but he's got it. A little pressure up the middle, a very high, high kick, good kick. And instead of fielding it on a fair catch, Frank lets it bounce, and it rolls another 12 yards down to the 10-yard line. An outstanding punt that time of 51 yards. Beautiful, beautiful punt. And that will pin the Amherst Broncos a little deeper than we would have thought. 51 yards booting at that time for Lewick, and it'll be first down and 10. Amherst will take over for the second time at their own 10-yard line. We'll check the scoreboard here in just a little bit, but remind you that we are in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Amherst. A big thank you to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and the crew here for their hospitality. 
So first down and 10, back to that I formation, double tights, handed off to the I back, starting up the middle, Frank now tries to pop to the outside, Rogers will wrestle him down, almost knock the ball out of his hands as he gets close to first down yardage, just short at the 19-yard line. Quentin Frank now four carries, 18 yards in the ball game. It'll be second down and one, Amherst at their own 19. So they started with the first couple of runs trying to go up the middle, but Arcadia Loop City's defensive front three have really clogged that up, led by Liam Heil, 6'4", 240 in the middle. You've also got Lewick up there at the linebacker. You've got Clayton Deathless. Then over on the other defensive end is Logan Gregory. On second out of one, nothing fancy. They try to go left side again, and Rogers going to have to make the tackle. First down, though, for... Quentin Frank coming all the way over there again was Logan Gregory to help out. Not a huge gain, but enough to move the sticks. They'll mark the ball a little farther than we thought, up to the 24. That's going to be a gain of five. And it is first down and 10 here, Amherst. Trying to establish the ground game, 3-0. and oh. Maybe shorten the game a little bit here. Although they definitely can chuck it. Isaac John has come into the football game. As we said, it's his first game back. He'll line up on the line. High formation, been the same formation every time. Again, off the left side, Frank looking for some room, gets low and dives over the top of Clayton Deathless for a couple. He'll cross the 25 and get out to about the 27. Going to be a gain of three and a half. That'll be second down. We'll call it a short seven. Nothing fancy so far in our ball game. Moving along about halfway through the first quarter, and we are scoreless as we approach the six-minute mark. Back into the ball game now will be Jesse Tesmer and checking out Jacob Graham, the lineman. And they will put Tesmer split out wide to the left and now go pistol formation here with Rody flanking him to his right side. Is going to be Quentin Frank. They'll send Tesmer in motion. Jet sweep from left to right. Turns up 30 up to the 31-yard line. Gang tackled there. Death left's in on the tackle. Short gain on the play again. Looked like Chase... See, who else was in over there? Was that Gavin Sell uh, in on the tackle as well? Going to be a gain of three. It'll be third down and three here on the second run for Tesmer. So far, Amherst has run it eight times and thrown it once. Rody this time came over to the sidelines to catch the play. And we'll try and move the sticks here for Amherst on their second possession. 5-10 to go here in the first quarter. Scoreless third and three at their own 31. Tesmer in motion again. This time, though, quarterback keeper. Rody right up the middle, and he gets to the first down marker as they stand him up. He should have it just across the 35. The big hole closed quickly. You knew that they were trying to set something up with the same motion. They weren't going to jet sweep it two times in a row. And the first run by Rody gets the three necessary out to the 36-yard line and a first and 10 here for Amherst, their third of the ball game. Now Tesmer will check out of the ball game. And back in will be the fullback, Sam Hollander. Hollander's going to be asked to do probably quite a bit tonight. Try and open up some holes in the middle of that defensive line for the Rebels. And we've got an equipment problem here on the field for Arcadia Loop City. That's a quick fix, but it's a reminder that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month is brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com and nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl winner listed on PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. The helmet and chin strap taken care of. 
In fact, they're going to run it over to the sideline to try and do a little bit better job. First and 10 at the 36. Inside trap play. They get it to Vavra, lined up at the right end, and he is going to be upended on a beautiful open field tackle by Preston Rogers. That was a great play call by Amherst, and it could have went all the way. Preston Rogers was the only man that saw what was going on, and Vavra is going to pick up six inside Arcadia Loop City territory to the 37-yard line. So you don't see that every day, but big Colton Vavra rumbling down the field. He's made some big catches in his career here for the Broncos, and there they go with a misdirection. Now Rody wants to throw for the second time over the middle for Vavra, and it's going to be picked off. He overthrew him and intercepted here by Arcadia Loop City's Drew Lewandowski at the 20. He'll bring it up to the 25, and they'll knock him down near the 27-yard line, and an interception, our first turnover of the ball game. Drew Lewandowski comes up with the pick, and Arcadia Loop City will take over. And they will mark the ball at the 27-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. So just when Amherst had something rolling here, the ball just a little over the top of Vavra's reach. First down and 10. That was Cody Marcus. Calls the cadence. He's got Calarose to his right, and then just about two steps in front of him to his right is Logan Gregory. They want to throw out here with a short little pass completed into the hands of the man that just made the pick, Lewandowski, across the 30 to the 32, maybe just the 31. It's going to be a gain of four, four and a half. It'll be second down. We'll call it six on the first completed pass of the ball game for either quarterback. Just a quick little stop route way out here on the numbers which they don't have painted on the field here. No hash marks, no numbers at Amherst. Just go by the foam or plastic signs that they set on the yard lines on the out-of-bounds. Now they're going to go twins to the left. First time we've seen this look. And Cody Marcus on second down and six. Calero still right by him. Fakes the handoff, wants to throw, has time, throws underneath, wide open, but overshoots Lewandowski. They both went with the man that released down the field in Logan Gregory, and nobody stayed with Drew. Unfortunately for Cody Marcus, he overshot him, and that'll bring up third down and six. I think just watching these teams over the last few years and these coaching staffs, they've got a really good offensive arsenal. There's plenty of plays to choose from. They don't vary it up all that much, but they do have the capability, as we saw with Vavra on that end around to come up with some plays like that. So third down and six now for the Rebels at their own 32-yard line. We're still scoreless with 3.07 to go in the first quarter. Rebels looking for their first first down. Marcus, direct snap, Calarose. It is a full house sweep to the left side, and there is nowhere to go. Losing yards on the play. A couple of yards back to the 30, and leading the charge that time was Riley Galloway. And it'll be fourth down and we'll call it eight yards to go. So Calarose, three carries, three yards here in the first quarter after rushing for over 300 yards and five touchdowns last week on the road at Ainsworth. But here comes the secret weapon in Justin Lewick. He had a 51-yard punt last time. If he hits it that far, it's going to go into the end zone. Stands way back, takes the snap. Here comes a pretty good rush. End over end kick. This time it'll be fielded at the 15 and dropped by Frank. And then he is going to be upended right there. Still a great punt and making the tackle. Logan Gregory, and we've got an injured Amherst Bronco. That's going to be a punt of 40 yards that time. Excuse me, 35 yards that time. Fielded at the 15-yard line, and that's right where he went down. So a 35-yard punt, no return, and we do have an injured Amherst Bronco. It looks like maybe, hopefully, 
just a cramp because it is Riley Galloway. And out there to take care of him is the trainer, Scotty Kratzer. 2.20 to go here in the first quarter of play. We remain scoreless. And this injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life, a location near you. We will be right back on Power 99. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Galloway able to get up and walk off under his own power here. Might have been a left leg cramp. Might have just been something that got tweaked. Of course, he's got to come out of the ball game. We'll see how quickly he does come back in. And we set up a first down and 10 at the 15-yard line. Quarterback follow here by Rody off the right side. He's got some blocking. He'll get across the 20 and get up to about the 21-yard line. A nice gain of six on the opening play of the series. That'll be the second carry for Rody. Already four different players have carried the football, but only two pass attempts, and that last one resulted in an interception. But give Amherst defense credit, they still haven't allowed a first down here in the ballgame. Second down and four at their own 21-yard line. Under two minutes to go now, still scoreless in the first. Rody, fullback trap. Hollander breaks free. 30, 35, and he's going to be brought down from behind by Hayden Griffith. Oh, Husker fans, you'd love that one right there. Fullback trap, and Hollander takes it all the way up to the 39-yard line. That's a gain of 18, the biggest play offensively so far of the contest. And again, Arcadia Loop City was jamming the box so much that once he got five yards up the field, he was past everybody. They want to go quick now here for Amherst. First down and 10. They're going to try it again. Hollander tries the middle. Can't get anything. Bounces outside. Stiff arms to the 35. Inside to the 32-yard line. And that's going to be enough right on that first down marker. We'll see if they give him the first down or not. Should be enough to move the chains, and it is a gain of 10. Two carries, 28 yards for Hollander, and Amherst is on the move here on their third possession of the first half. First down and 10 at the Arcadia Loop City 32-yard line here on Power 99, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Glad to have you along with us on a beautiful Friday. Amherst ready to go as soon as they mark it ready for play. Pitch play, Frank to the right side. They've been running left the whole time, and there might be a reason. Nowhere to go. Clayton Deathlifts bear hugs him, and then the rest of the team. I mean, there's five of the eight guys that were on the pile when that one was all over, including Cameron Russell. And no gain on the play. Lucky for Frank just to even get back to the line of scrimmage. He got rolled up on earlier. Now he's going to check back out of the ball game. Looked okay trotting off the sideline. But they're going to have to figure something else on second and ten. Bring the freshman Tesmer back in. Fullback Hollander. And they'll give fullback dive again up the middle. And he had his 
Center knocked down, and he had to try and dive over the top of him. And again, Cameron Russell is there on the tackle, just dove forward for what he could get. It's going to be two, third down, and eight. Third and eight, three carries, 30 yards for Hollander. Rody comes over to the sideline. Riley Galloway now does check back into the ball game. Looks like a passing situation, although probably two down territory if they can get anything. Going to have to hustle up to the line here, and there it is. Are we going to get a timeout? No. Must have been some equipment problems in the backfield, and we're ready to go. 15 seconds. Third and eight at the 29 of the Rebels. Fake the pitch, rolling to his left. Pressure from the backside. Rody has to get rid of it, and he overthrows Vavra again. He saw the pressure bearing down on him once again from the backside. Logan Gregory has kind of come on a backside blitz a couple of times with nobody to even give him a chip. And that will stop the clock with seven seconds to go. Here in the opening quarter, it's been a scoreless first quarter in this eight-man battle. Frank comes over along with Rody to get the call. Coach Fair and Klingelhofer sending it in. Fourth and eight at the Arcadia Loop City 29-yard line. The Broncos off to a 3-0 and start on the season after going 2-6 and six last year. Let's see what they have in store. Again, I-formation, double tights, no wideouts. And rolling to his right, Rody has protection. Backside screen complete to Galloway. He is hit behind the first down marker. He's trying, and he cannot get there. Good gang tackle. Led by Justin Lewick, finished off by Gavin Selm, and he's going to be a couple of yards short. It's going to be a gain of six, and that's going to bring us to the end of the first quarter. It is Amherst and Arcadia Loop City, scoreless after one Friday night football on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. We don't keep time of possession, but if we did, it would be about nine minutes to three in that first quarter. Unofficially, I had Arcadia Loop City for three yards rushing and four yards passing. Seven total yards. And now they line up to start the second quarter, first down and 10. Direct snap, Calarose. Calarose off the right side, and he is able to jump over one man and dive to the 30 and get out to about the 31-yard line. That's a nice gain of eight. They're still looking for their first first down, and that's their best offensive surge for Amherst. I had them in the first quarter for 78 yards rushing and six yards passing. Sam Hollander, three carries, 30 yards. Quentin Frank, seven carries for 26 yards. Scoreless as we start the second quarter. One turnover on a Lewandowski pick, but they were unable to move it. Second down and two here now. Taking their time, checking the sideline for the play. Split out wide to the left side is Lewandowski. 
man coverage there. Four down lineman. Ball's fumbled. It goes all the way deep in the backfield, and Calarose has to go back and dive on it. Some miscommunication, whether that was supposed to be a direct snap or if it just went right through the hands. A huge loss on the play, almost back to the original line of scrimmage. And that's exactly what's going to happen. So the eight that Calarose gained, they lose on the fumble. And it'll bring up third down and ten. And Marcus looked like he could chuck the ball in pregame, but we just haven't seen him have an opportunity to do much here. He's one for three for four yards. One wide out. Again, that's Lewandowski to the right side. Rodgers is actually on the sideline. Marcus taking plenty of time here on the play clock, and now in that pistol. They try to direct snap it again, and it's fumbled, and Calarose is in all kinds of trouble back behind the line of scrimmage, and he is going to lose another ten. So trying with that direct snap, and there was nothing doing. Jacob Graham was the first man back there to mess it all up, and they'll spot the ball at the 16-yard line. That's going to be a loss of seven more. And Arcadia Loop City is going the wrong way. Right now, they have zero yards of offense after that play. And ready to punt it away again. This has been their weapon so far. Justin Lewick now kicking into the wind that we have at about 10 miles an hour. Little pressure up the middle, and that's a high, short, short, short kick. Takes a good bounce for the Rebels, though, and at least gets into Amherst territory at the 39-yard line, but that's only a 24-yard boot that time after hitting a 51 and a 35-yarder in the first quarter of play. So Amherst will get their best starting field position with 9.45 to go here in the second quarter. We're scoreless on Power 99. Now, we're moving along, so most of the other games Still in the first quarter, Grand Island leading Fremont 6 to nothing. In Class B, Aurora already beating Omaha Gross 35-21. Adams Central leading Kozad in the second 7-0. St. Paul leading Gothenburg in the second 7-0. More scores in a minute, but right now Amherst out of the shotgun. First and 10 at their own 39. Quarterback keeper, Rody nowhere to go. Got back to the line of scrimmage. Lewick's there. Also on the bottom of the pile that time on the tackle is going to be Hayden Griffith. Cameron Russell, they sniffed that one out and nowhere to go. And Rody with a good frame, six foot, 200 pounds. If he can get some blocking up front, he would kind of look like maybe Hollander, who had two good cracks earlier. Other scores, Holdridge leading Sydney 13 to nothing in the first, and Minden leading Hershey 8 to nothing in the first. Ord has taken a 7 nothing lead over Broken Bow. Out of the I formation to Hollander. And he is going to be tackled, and the ball stripped away, but they blew the whistle. They blew the whistle, and Arcadia Loop City was celebrating on a Calarose strip and score, but they had blown the play dead. Rody wanted the ball back, and Hollander wouldn't give it to him. And they were wrapped up there for a good couple of seconds. It looked like five or six, but two seconds, something like that, on the belly dive option is forever. And Hollander will end up losing a yard, but luckily for Amherst, didn't lose the football. Third down and 11. And Rody comes over to talk to Coach Klingelhofer, get the play here. Other scores, we're looking for an update on Donovan Trumbull and Wood River Shelton. North Platte St. Pat's a 6-0 lead over GICC. On third and 11 at their own 39, back to the power eye formation. Hard count, no move on the defense. Rody back to pass, seven-step drop in the pocket, nowhere to go. Now tucks it up, wants to run, crosses the line of scrimmage to the 35 into Rebel territory, and he'll be shoved out of bounds, and there's a penalty flag in the secondary. 
He is short of the first down, got a gain of about seven or eight. Now we'll see if this was downfield hold or if it was a downfield chop block. Holy on the offense. Now in the end here, that won't be too bad because the flag is way downfield. In fact, they're going to put the flag basically where he was shoved out of bounds. So it was an eight-yard gain. It'll be a 10-yard penalty. be third down and 13. For Arcadia Loop City, that is their third penalty for 35 yards. So an eight-yard gain that time for Calarose. But they wiped that out with the holding penalty. And it'll be third down and 13 at their own 37. Still scoreless as we approach the eight-minute mark of the second quarter. Shotgun for Rhodey. He's got Frank in the backfield for blocking purposes. Has time. Steps up. Somebody missed a block. Rhodey got away, though, and throws it over the middle. Vavra was open by the time the broken play ended up. And Rogers hustling over there to try and knock it away. And it is incomplete. They had him sacked in the backfield. Logan Gregory back there again. And it'll be fourth down and 13. Gregory has been all over the place here defensively. And Rhodey now is one of five for six yards and an interception in Colton Vavra to punt it away. Trouble here early on. Offensively, a low line drive kick that's going to bounce at the 20, then take a huge hop. So it didn't roll all that far and probably what they want down to about the 12. That's a 31-yard punt, but it pins them inside the 15-yard line. So a good one for Vavra. Didn't kick it into the end zone. Gets a little bit of love from the deeper grass here. Good chance to take a look at our field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed, science with service, delivering success. Fields in great shape here, not too deep of grass even though they knew Arcadia Loop City was coming in. First and 10 at their own 13-yard line. Hard count, and that drew off the right end. So illegal procedure going to be called here on Arcadia Loop City, and that's going to back them up inside the 10. First and 15 at their own 8-yard line. Burwell has jumped out on Ravenna 16 to nothing in the second quarter. Highline leads Maxwell 14 to nothing in the second quarter. Loomis leading Overton 12 to nothing in the second quarter. BDS an early 24 nothing lead over High Plains. Again, check our scoreboard on your phone, on your tablet, whatever the case is, PlatteRiverPreps.com, and then help us out with a few scores. Boy, a lot of room over here on the right side for Rogers, but the ball is knocked away in the backfield. We may have a fumble, but it looks like Arcadia Loop City got back on it. They are having some tremendous problems with the exchange from the center to whoever he wants to snap it to because sometimes it's the quarterback, sometimes it's the eyeback in Calarose, and that pushes him back to about the three-yard line. That is the third time that has happened, and it's going to be second down and 20, a loss of five more. So they fumbled it three times. They haven't lost any, and they're going towards the wrong goal line. Second and 20 for quarterback Cody Marcus. This time they send two wideouts to the left side. And Marcus does want to throw. Pump fake, going to go for a sideline wheel route, and it is caught across the 20, the 25, and clear down to the 26-yard line. 
by Drew Lewandowski. I wasn't so sure he hadn't been shoved out of bounds, even though had he been, he established himself on a wide wheel route in front of the Amherst bench. And they are able to move the chains here. They're going to mark it all the way out to the 28-yard line, a 23-yard pass play. And that is the first first down of the ball game for Arcadia Loop City. And it comes at the seven-minute mark of the second quarter. So now let's see if the Rebels can find their offense, which they had trouble with the first two games. Obviously a little different scenario last week. Cattlerow's back and playing a winless Ainsworth team. They will put Gregory to the right, Cattlerose to the left. Pistol formation again. Marcus, direct snap, Cattlerose. No hole. In fact, he's taken off the ground and slammed down. Part of that was him trying to leap, and part of that was a great tackle out there by Sam Hollander. Two-point takedown to the back and three near fall. That's Amherst right there, baby. A gain of one. Calarose has been held in check. And the nice run he had earlier was wiped out by a penalty. Six minutes to go here in quarter number two, and we are still scoreless on Power 99. KKPR-FM, Kearney, Arcadia, and uh, Riverdale. Marcus, Marcus back to pass. Throw it as far as he can. Look at the arm. One-on-one right side for Lewandowski. He caught it, but he was out of bounds. Coverage by Quentin Frank. It was just those two 30 yards down the field. So seeing for the first time the arm of Cody Marcus in play, we saw that in warm-ups. Looked really good. And they let him air it out there. Stops the clock. Don't forget at halftime, Ravetta Sanitation Halftime Report. We'll look at the first half stats, scores from around the area. Talk about what else is going on in the world of sports. Got the U.S. Open, NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup tomorrow, Royals baseball, other NSAA news from the week. Deep drop could be a screen, middle screen, there it is, and it's incomplete. It falls into the big lineman's hands. It's intercepted by Jackson Tobenheim. It was a middle screen intended for Preston Rogers, and he couldn't find it. It bounced off his chest. It rolled off his shoulder pad, and a big man, Jackson Tobenheim, Gets the pick. Oh, a lineman's dream. And that will help out Amherst here. This is their third home game of the night of the of the season, excuse me. The ball will be marked at the Arcadia Loop City 27-yard line. Each team now with a turnover. And maybe I was going to see something different here. I must have misread that. It looks like Arcadia Loop City going to keep the ball. I thought the big man held on to it. Maybe it was popped out of his hands. Arcadia Loop City has it first and 10. That's exactly what happened. He intercepted it, and then he fumbled it. Now Calarose gets free on the left sideline, 40, 35, 30, 25, and he's going to be knocked out of bounds at the 19-yard line by Quentin Frank. And so what looked like glory for Amherst one play later turns into the biggest play of the game for Arcadia Loop City. That's a gain of 34 for Tryon Calarose. And it'll be first and 10 here for the Rebels at the 19-yard line. So an unfortunate play there for Amherst. It looked like Tobenheim picked it off, but then he apparently fumbled it, and the Rebels got back on top of it. 
Now Arcadia Loop City on the move in the red zone, nearly in the red zone, which is the 15 for the first time. They direct snap it to Calderose. It was a little low. He lost the football. Thought he was down, though. They're going to unpile him. They did not throw the beanbag, but I have a feeling if Amherst is on it, they might give him the ball. But apparently they are not. Calderose was able to dive back on top of it after a gain of about a yard and a half. Up to the 18, 17 and a half yard line. They'll give him a gain of one. So some trouble again. Liam Heil, the center, trying to snap it left, trying to snap it directly back, depending on what the play call is. Second out of nine. Again with that three-back backfield. Split wide to the short side left is Lewandowski. It's jailhouse break to the right side. Student body. Right, Calderos breaks a tackle at the 15. He's to the 10. He's to the 5. He's to the end zone. Tryon Calderos was hemmed in at the line of scrimmage, and he broke three tackles to go in from 18 yards out. And we have our first touchdown of the ball game with 4.16 to go here in the second quarter of play. An 18-yard run by Tryon Calderos. Our touchdown run brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And that will complete a 53-yard drive. And Arcadia Loop City is one of those teams that goes for two. Of course, Amherst has Elo that can kick and can make field goals for you, but that's not the way the Rebels operate. So they'll line up to go for two. Both backs in front of Marcus this time. Calderose to his right. Snap it to Marcus. Rolls right, wants to throw into the end zone, down to his knees, and not making the catch in bounds. It was caught, but they are going to say... Out of bounds, way over there on the far side by Arcadia Loop City sideline, intended for Drew Lewandowski. 4.16 to go here in the first half of play. We have our first. Loop City 6, Amherst nothing. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. Your local Pioneer team is with you from the word go during harvest season and every season. They have the latest performance data to help select the right corn products for each of your acres next year. Results start with industry-leading genetics, but it all comes down to conducting thousands of local on-farm trials to uncover more insights and maximize yields. When it's go time, work with your local Pioneer team to make the most of every acre with Pioneer brand corn products. Pioneer, with you from the word go. See Impact Seed. The kick is away, and it is fumbled and goes back to the goal line, and this is trouble for Amherst. Picking it up is going to be Jesse Tesmer at the goal line, and all he can do is get it back out to the six-yard line, and Amherst will have to take over right there. The ball bounced. He fielded it. It was not a muff. It got to the goal line, and they let the play go, so it'll be Amherst at the six. They've got 74 yards to tie this up. Hasn't been a timeout yet here in the first half. We're in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth bringing you tonight's play-by-play of eight-man action while Carney Towing is on the road bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. Arcadia Loop City hadn't done much 
until that drive. Back to pass. Rhodey setting up a little middle screen. He's got to complete at the goal line to Frank. Good stiff arm, and now he's got room. 10 down the right sideline, 15. Shake and bake, 20, and he's going to get to about the 24 before he is gang tackled there and finally put away by Clayton Deathluffs running the play. There was, again, four jerseys over there that were black and red, but a gain of 18 on the play, and Amherst has their first first down of the second quarter. Just the second completed pass, and that was just a simple middle screen. Rhodey took about a five-step drop to about a five-yard spot in the end zone and threw it to the goal line. And it was a good stiff arm there by Frank at the five-yard line to break free and pick up 18. Now back to the I formation. Give it to Hollander. Starts up the middle, then bounces over the left side, runs over a man, and feeling the wrath of that was Gavin Sell. And he comes another three yards up to the 30-yard line. Good hard run of six yards there for Sam Hollander. Five carries, 35 yards for the fullback of Amherst. Sam a junior, Frank a junior. Then some of the guys on the line like Graham and Klingelhofer, juniors, but Tavenheim, Vavra, quarterback Rohde, along with Riley Galloway, all part of the senior class here for Amherst. Second and four Broncos split out wide right is Galloway. They're at their own 30. Three minutes to go down 6-0 in the first half. Could be a hold coming here, but they'll throw it over the middle and a one-arm pick at the 33, up to the 25, to the 20, and brought down at the 27-yard line. What a great snag out of the air by Clayton Deathless. It appeared that Amherst had a wide-open receiver another 10 yards down the field, and the big man stuck his paw out there and picked it off, but they're going to call pass interference on Arcadia Loop City. And again, that's a tough one because the pass interference occurred behind where the pick was, and that's the second pass interference of the ball game for Arcadia Loop City. Wipes out the interception by Clayton Detlefs and moves it up to the 35-yard line of the Broncos. 6-0, Rebels lead it here over the unbeaten Broncos in Amherst. And they would love to get this thing tied up. Arcadia Loop City will get the ball to start the second half as they won the toss and deferred. Well, now they are going to call. I don't understand. Arcadia Loop City does get the ball, and they called pass interference on them. All right, Marcus back to pass. He's going to float out here to the right side for Lewandowski just a little wide. It's incomplete. We'll go to the eye doctor on Monday, I guess. They had shown pass interference towards Arcadia Loop City, and then they still gave him the ball. So maybe it was offensive pass interference, and the penalty declined, although they backed it up to the 35. So I'm all confused. Nonetheless, it is Rebel football. They've got it second and 10 at the Amherst 35-yard line. Marcus again, two-step drop, throws over the right side and overshoots the intended receiver in Preston Rogers. And it'll bring up third down and 10. Leading it six to nothing with 241 to go here in the first half. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Again, get your scores in, text or phone the Platte River Prep scoreboard. Kennesaw Giltner could use an update there. 6460506. Low snap. Marcus picks it up. Fly pattern right sideline. One on one. It's caught by Rogers, but he was out of bounds again. The coverage by 
Hadwiger. Tej was over there. I'm not sure that he saw the football, but once he got turned around, he knew that he had his man out of bounds. And that'll bring up fourth down. Now, what does Arcadia Loop City want to do? They want to punt and try and pin him deep? Or do they want to gamble? I think maybe the punt would be the idea here. You play good defense on Amherst. Make him go at least 65 yards. Because you just had three cracks and weren't really close. But they are going to go for it. At least they're lined up to do that. Fourth and 10 at the 35 of Amherst. Leading it 6-0. Marcus setting up a middle screen, and it is complete to Deathless at the 25. To the 20, and he's dragged down at the 17-yard line. Huge gain on the play of 18 yards, and there you go. A first down here for the Rebels. And now they're either probably going to get into the end zone or chew up most of the rest of the half here. They'd like to do both. First and 10 at the 18-yard line. Arcadia Loop City had seven total yards in the first quarter. Now they're up six to nothing. After the second interception of the ball game. First and ten. Split out wide to the left again. The main man, Krokowski, get it up to the middle. It's going to be Calarose. They thought they had him. He steps out of a tackle. Gets to the ten. Gets to the nine. A gain of eight for Tryon. That's the second time here where it looked like they had him stoned in at the line of scrimmage, and he just out-muscled the defender and picks up a gain of eight. It'll be second down of a short two at the nine-yard line. Again, both teams have all their timeouts, but no rush for Arcadia Loop City, and Amherst isn't calling timeout to, to stop it here to get the ball back even if they can't stop them. Lewandowski split out wide to the left, second and two at the nine. Cody Marcus with both backs. Direct snap this time, and this time they're going to direct snap it not to Calarose, but to uh, Logan Gregory, and Gregory is going to get inside the five to the four, and that's going to be a gain of five and another Arcadia Loop City. First down, first and goal at the four here for the Rebels. And the best of both worlds, the clock running. It'll be inside a minute, and they've got four cracks from the four. Great catch by Deathlifts. He had the interception earlier. To start this drive, first and goal at the four. No change in the formation. Snap it to Calderose off the right side. Bounces off one man and gets into the end zone for his second touchdown of the night. Tryon Calderose from four yards out now has picked up 74 yards rushing here in the second quarter alone and his second touchdown with 52 seconds remaining. All of this coming off the interception from Detlef's. And now again they go for two. Chance to make it a 14 to nothing ball game. First time they completed the pass for two, but it was out of bounds. And again to the left side here, covered by Hadwiger. The freshman is going to be Rogers. Direct snap, and we're going to get illegal procedure. They snapped it to Gregory and sent the quarterback and Calarose the opposite direction. And we're going to get an illegal procedure, which will make this two-point conversion a little tougher for Arcadia Loop City. And move them back to the seven. Again, earlier today, it was Aurora over Omaha Gross, 35-21. And Bridgeport beat Gibbon, 27-0. Centura leads St. Cecilia, 14-0 at the half. 
And again, we'll try the two-point conversion after our five points bank touchdown. Back to pass, Marcus, no rush, throws it towards the corner of the end zone, and this time inbounds for the two-point conversion is going to be Drew Lewandusky. 52 seconds to go in the first half. Arcadia Loop City 14, Amherst nothing on Power 99. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Experience matters. ENT Physicians and Family Hearing Center of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994. With our main office located in Kearney and six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, or Dr. Johnson at Kearney ENT and see why Experience matters to us, specializing in you. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's see if Amherst can get any kind of a return here with 52 seconds to go in the first half as Titchener hammers that one inside the five. It'll be taken at the four and up the football field with it. Quentin Frank to the 10, 15, not as much room as last time, and he'll be upended at the 17-yard line. That's where Amherst will go to work, and now Coach Baron Klingelhofer has to make a decision. Do they go to halftime, down 14, with Arcadia Loop City getting the ball to start the third quarter? Or do they try and get something going here? Rhodey's definitely got the arm to get the football down the field. But they've got to cover 63 yards. They do have all their timeouts left. And 46 seconds remaining here in the half. Maybe see what happens on... First down and go from there. If it would happen to go incomplete, incomplete, and then try to run it on third, you'd see a timeout for Arcadia Loop City. Out wide to the left is going to be Frank. Wide to the right is Riley Galloway. Shotgun for Rhodey. And they're just going to hand it off, trying to find some running room. Hollander, and he is hitting the backfield and just got back to the line of scrimmage. Did not fool Arcadia Loop City. They were all over that play. And there's Lewick again, able to make the tackle. No gain, and now... Amherst, I think, is going to be content to get to halftime. And we will get a timeout by Amherst with 23 seconds to go here. In the first half, they may just run it again. Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. 23 seconds to go first half. Arcadia Loop City 14, Amherst nothing. In this moment, who has your back? Do you know the name of your insurance agent? Does your insurance agent know your name? Or would you call an 800 number that connects you with who? Another state? Another country? Instead, contact Barney Insurance, your local independent agent with auto owner's insurance. Barney Insurance, trusted people who you can call when bad stuff happens. In this moment, get an agent who will protect you in that moment. Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue N and 56th Street in Kearney. Also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Second and 10, Amherst at their own 17, 23 seconds to go in the half. Out of the timeout, they will throw it. Rohde steps back, throws it as far as he can into triple coverage, a little underthrown, and it's going to be tapped away by Preston Rogers looking for Jesse Tesmer down at the Arcadia Loop City 30-yard line. And the clock now, 16 seconds, third down and 10. So Amherst controlled the offense in the first quarter. Arcadia Loop City controlling it in the second quarter and getting into the end zone. The big play, the Deathlifts interception. Clayton's interception setting up that second touchdown. Long time getting the play in here. Rody's going to have to sprint out there. They do still have two timeouts if they get in a little bit of trouble. Defensive change here. Bring in another Defensive back for a defensive lineman. Four seconds, three seconds. Under center this time. Rody back to pass. And it looks like we might have had a false start. Although the line judge threw the flag and is walking straight towards the Arcadia Loop City bench and maybe the coaching staff. I don't know if he was getting yelled at. It wouldn't be a sideline interference because that's not where he was. It's going to be a sideline warning on Arcadia Loop City. And they're going to have to put a couple seconds back on the clock because they did start the play there. So 16 seconds to get the clock right. Again, our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report coming up. Doug Duda with you. We've got a busy week next week. And again, unfortunately, some of our area teams not able to play tonight. Somebody joked Hastings should have stopped in Kearney and played the Kearney Catholic Stars on their way home tonight. They'd made it out to Chapel before Alliance had called them and said, we can't. Third and ten. Back to pass Rody, Trying to throw it as far as he can for Vavra into double coverage, and it's knocked down. Instead of trying to do something crazy and intercept it, making the smart play and just knocking it down was Gavin Sell. Again, it was all the way down to about the 25-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. The play took six seconds. And now there's 10 seconds for a fourth down punting situation coming up. That's enough time for the Rebels to field the punt and still get one offensive play. So let's see what Vavra can do just after they send him on that fly route. They snap it high, but he's able to haul it in at the three. No rush. Tries to kick it out of bounds. That's a good punt. Going to bounce at the 30, 25, 2, 1, and that's going to end the half. Great punt. That time of 43 yards and no return. And even more importantly, it ran out the first half. So we are here in week number four. And the undefeated seventh-ranked Amherst Broncos got to find a way to get some points on the board. They trail against an Arcadia Loop City team that everybody knew was going to give them a battle tonight because they're starting to get healthy. And at the half, it's Arcadia Loop City 14 and Amherst nothing. 
Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Power 99 at PlatteRiverPreps.com. We'll look at the first half stats, recap some of the scores from earlier today, update you on the scores that are going on now, and check the rest of the world of sports. We'll be back after this break. If you thought boating season is over, you couldn't be more wrong. There's plenty of warm weather left, and there are plenty of new boats to choose from at Buzz's Marine, your Yamaha outboard dealer. New inventory is arriving weekly. Fishing boats, cruising boats, surf boats, pontoons, and more. And with their best financing rates in years, it's more affordable than ever to be on the water. Also, the Pro Shop is now fully stocked to make your boating even more fun. So see what's new today at your Yamaha outboard dealer, Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Online at buzzesmarine.com. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at DowneyDrilling.com. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Five stations. Plum 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Joe Milner Insurance Agency is your State Farm Insurance Agent in St. Paul and Loop City and proudly supports all of the area athletes. At Milner Insurance Agency, with our auto insurance, we know your car is more than just a car to you. We're proud to insure what gets you home. Get home insurance for the place you love. Property, business, life, and health insurance, too. We have a plan to meet your needs. At Milner Insurance Agency, our mission is to help people manage the risk of everyday life, recover the unexpected, and realize their dreams. Milner Insurance Agency. And welcome back to Friday Night Football here on KKPR-FM. Carney, Amherst, Loop City, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Along with Courtney Schwab, our producer engineer, Nick Grimes, and the crew back at the studios. I'm Doug Duda, where we are at halftime. Your score, 14 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City. This is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection. Find them in your local yellow pages. Have some uh, breaking news on the actual news site. A Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg dies today at the age of 87. That is a national news story uh, breaking at this time. Also on the sports world, uh, Husker football could see their schedule early in the week. Uh, Nebraska Chancellor Ronnie Green telling the Lincoln Journal-Star that that is the timetable he is expecting as the Big Ten will get back to football next month. And everybody's jacked up about that as you'll be able to hear Husker football on the breeze, 94.5. Tomorrow, Hastings College football is at Concordia. Both teams won their season opener. Hastings over Dakota Wesleyan, 45-7. Concordia down Doan, 24-7. The unique thing about that game, all the scoring was in the First half, no scoring in the second half. And uh, that game will be on 1230 AM KHAS, kicking off at 6 tomorrow. Also, Concordia hosting the Hastings soccer teams and uh, Hastings, or excuse me, volleyball, Hastings soccer teams 
are on the road. Let's take a look at our scoreboard right now, Platte River Prep scoreboard, and uh, if we uh, rattle one off here that is a little behind, we'd love to hear the score from you. You can text us or call us at 308-646-0606. In Class A, Carney in their second week of quarantine. They'll be back next week against number one Bellevue West. Fremont in the second quarter leading Grand Island 7-6. to six. In Class B, Aurora already has defeated Omaha Gross 35-21. to 21. At the half, Grand Island Northwest leading Waverly 7 to nothing. Looking for an update on the Lexington Central City score. Those two teams, because of COVID, playing each other, their opponents had to cancel earlier in the week. In C1, it is Adams Central 21 and Kozad 6 in a top 10 battle on 1230 AM KHAS. Also at the half, Minden leads Hershey 23 to nothing. Minden will take on Kearney Catholic next week. We'll have that game for you on ESPN 1460. Kearney Catholic not able to play tonight against Ogallala because of the uh, Ogallala COVID. And uh, so Kearney Catholic, one of the very few teams in the state tonight not playing because most of the other teams that could play uh, found somebody uh, that, uh, that they could, like Lexington and uh, Central City. Also going on tonight in the second quarter, St. Paul only leading Gothenburg 7-0 and Holdridge leading Sydney 13-0. A final this afternoon on ESPN Radio, Bridgeport won the Battle of Unbeatens. They defeated Gibbon 27-0. Gibbon had four interceptions, a fumble, and a blocked punt. Just couldn't get anything going even when they had good field position. At the half, Centura leading Hastings St. Cecilia 14-0. That's on ESPN 1550 and com. Donovan Trumbull leading Wood River Shelton in the second quarter, 16 to nothing. And Grand Island Central Catholic and North Platte St. Pat's heading towards half. It is 6-6. Ord had a 28-0 lead over Broken Bow, and Lincoln Lutheran was leading Sutton by a score of 7-6 as they got into the second quarter of play. Elsewhere in Class D1 at the half, Southern Valley and Elm Creek are tied at 14. In the second quarter, Highline leads Maxwell 36-8 and Burwell leading Ravenna 16-0. Looking for an update on the Bertrand-Alma game. Bertrand-Alma, 308-646-0506. In D2, Pleasanton leads Ansley Litchfield 21-0 in the second quarter. Bruning Davenport Shickley, the number one team in D2, leading High Plains 40 to nothing in the second quarter. At the half, Loomis shutting out Overton 34 to nothing. Looking for updates on the following games: Kennesaw Giltner, Blue Hill Lawrence Nelson, and Axtell Medicine Valley. If you have a score, again, text us or call us 308-646-0506. Last night in six-man, Wilcox Hildreth defeated Wallace in overtime 24 to 22. Wilcox Hildreth scored and made the kick, which in six mans worth two. Then Wallace scored and had their kick blocked, and Wilcox Hildreth wins it. At the half, Southwest leading Silver Lake 18-6. Looking for updates on the Franklin Elba and Hartland Lutheran Lewiston ball game. Some other games that were played on Thursday night had a dandy uh, in Class A. Millard North scored on the final play of the game, and it was controversial whether he got in or not, but they gave him the touchdown, 46-41 over Lincoln East. Columbus, who will be the next home opponent for Kearney in two weeks, throttled Lincoln Northeast 55-7. Hardington Cedar Catholic over David City 21-13. Then in eight-man, Brady over Maywood Hayes Center 60-18. St. Mary's over Niobrara Verdigree 82-28. Osmond beat Windside 50-28. And Sandhills Valley beat South Loop 20-8. 
Also in six-man last night, Spalding Academy beat Deschler 53-6. Here at the half, it's Arcadia Loop City 14 and Amherst nothing. Back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. The Big Rack Shack is a one-stop shop for all your storage needs. Stop by their 15,000-square-foot showroom at 3210 Antelope Avenue in Kearney. From heavy-duty pallet racks to lightweight garage shelving, they have a wide variety of industrial-quality shelving that will last a lifetime. With the Midwest's largest selection of heavy-duty steel storage cabinets, workbenches, carts, vices, and more, you can find them on the web at BigRackShack.com or give them a call at 308-234-4464. We've got a lot more high school sports coming up uh, this next week. Volleyball, three nights uh, for you. Uh, we have a makeup game for Carney High and Grand Island Northwest. Of course, Northwest didn't get to play the first two weeks because of uh, COVID concerns and uh, quarantine. But now getting some volleyball, they did get beat by Waverly last night in a top 10 battle. But uh, we will have them taking on Carney High on Monday. And then Thursday, Grand Island Northwest and Carney Catholic head to Lexington for a triangular. Lexington off to a 7-1 and one start and moving into the top 10, uh, their best start in a number of years. That'll be Thursday. Tuesday, in between, we have got Adams Central and St. Paul, the Wildcats, number one, number two, depending on which poll you look at. St. Paul and Kearney Catholic, who are both undefeated, are in the Gothenburg tournament and are slated to play each other uh, tomorrow afternoon. Also uh, going to have that for you on Tuesday night, Adams Central at St. Paul. So that's what we've got going on in the world of uh, volleyball. Again, for the Amherst folks, they're heading up to the Ord Invite tomorrow. Pleasanton's there. Grand Island Central Catholic's there. They have to play Central Catholic and O'Neill in a pool play uh, coming up for them tomorrow, a Saturday tournament up at Ord. For Arcadia Loop City, they will be at Gibbon for a triangular with Shelton. That is coming up on Tuesday night as well. So that's where we're setting with some of the Sporting activities in our area. When we come back, we'll take a look at the first half stats. Arcadia Loop City 14, Amherst nothing on Power 99. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options, pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. Now let's take a look at the first half stats. Pretty good for 
the first quarter for Amherst and the second quarter for Arcadia Loop City. Arcadia Loop City kind of fumbled it around there, lost some yards, and then hit a 23-yard pass play to take care of that. But they've had three errant snaps for negative 20, which is going to set them back in their offense. Try and cattle rows, 10 carries, 77 yards, and two touchdowns, 74 of those yards coming in the second quarter. Logan Gregory, one carry for five yards, so uh, 14 carries, 62 yards when you have those three fumbles for negative 20. And then through the air, uh, quarterback Cody Marcus has put it up eight times, completed three of those for 45 yards, no interceptions and no touchdowns. 107 yards of total offense, seven first downs, and they were all in the second quarter. Three punts for an average of 37 yards. Uh, one interception thrown by Marcus. Uh, I guess we should have put that in there. So uh, actually three of nine with a pick for Marcus. So one interception uh, in the ball game that was then fumbled away right back. Four penalties for 55 yards. Unofficially, now we take a look at the numbers for Amherst. Quentin Frank, seven carries, 26 yards, all in the first quarter. Jesse Tesmer, two carries, seven yards. Sam Hollander, six carries, 35 yards. Galen Rohde, three carries, nine yards. Colton Vavra on an end around, one carry for six yards here in the contest. 19 rushing attempts in the first half, most of those in the first quarter for the Amherst Broncos. 83 yards on the ground, and... Five of those in the second quarter. Five yards rushing in the second quarter. For Rohde, he has put it up nine times and has only completed two of those with two interceptions for 24 yards. So 107 yards, if if my math is right, I have both teams 107 yards, both teams seven first downs, three punts for an average of 36 yards for Amherst, the two interceptions, one penalty for five yards. So For Arcadia Loop City, they've got 50 more yards and penalties, and those three errant snaps cost them 20 yards, but they're still up by a score of 14 to nothing. Tryon Calderas on an 18-yard run. This was after a play that looked like Tommenheim intercepted it and then trying to run it upfield, lost the football, and then a big run by Calderas, his biggest of the ball game. He had a 34-yarder on the very next play, and they were able to finish off a 53-yard drive. And then after Deathlift's, Got an interception for Arcadia Loop City, a 35-yard drive that was capped by Calarose's second touchdown run from four yards out. The first touchdown at the 4-16 mark of the second quarter, the second at the 52-second mark. The first two-point conversion was no good via pass. Uh, Marcus hit Lewandowski on the second two-point conversion pass. That 14 to nothing. Drew Lewandowski has one interception. Deathless has the other. Tobenheim has an interception and a fumble right back on that play for Amherst. So that is where we are at in the first 24 minutes as we are getting close to second half action. 14 to nothing in favor of Arcadia Loop City and they will get the football. So we'll see who has the momentum. As we've heard, the first quarter was all Amherst. The second quarter was all Arcadia Loop City and the 3-0 Broncos have to find a way to put some points on the board. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? 
Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. When you want the very best, go see Trotter. Where you'll always get more for your dollar. We're your little friendly store, and we're right next door. That's what we're here for. Go see Trotter. Based in Arcadia with locations across the greatest part of Nebraska. Trotters is a proud supporter of all the area student athletes and wishes them best of luck on the field, court, and in the classroom. Friendly service every time. Quality is what you'll find. We're your neighbors and your friends. Go see Trotter. Are you wanting to remodel your kitchen or bathroom, but you don't know where to start? Come see me, Abby Mahler, the kitchen and bathroom designer at Moshka's Building Center in Arcadia. It's my job to design your kitchen layout and help you coordinate your cabinets, countertops, backsplash, flooring, and hardware. I have design software that lets you see a 3D image of your layout so you can visually picture what your new kitchen will look like. Please call us at 789-6252 and ask for Abby to set up your free consultation today. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Five stations. Boom 30 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. And back here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth, ready to get the third quarter underway as Amherst has grabbed the football, put it on a tee, and Waiting for the official signal here. Again, next week, more great football for Arcadia Loop City and Amherst. Amherst is scheduled to go to Anselmo Myrna. It doesn't get much easier. Then it's off to Exeter Milligan Friend, Ravenna, and Burwell, all with either 3-0 and or 2-1 and records coming into tonight. Arcadia Loop City returns home to take on Ravenna, their only home game in a month in Loop City. The ball booted away, firing it off that time is going to be Nolan Elo. It'll be taken back at the two-yard line. Here comes Foster. Here he comes. Left side, it is Preston Rogers to the 20, to the 25, and up to the 30. He is such a dynamic kick return guy, and he showed it right there. I thought for a minute he was going to split the middle and take it all the way, but ended up getting it out to the 30-yard line. It'll be first down and 10 for Arcadia Loop City. Big half for both of these teams. Arcadia Loop City wins his football game. They've got Burwell on the roster, but you've got to think they can win every other game and give Burwell uh, a a test. And if Amherst can come back here, then all of a sudden that gauntlet the last half of the season maybe is attainable for them too. First and 10 at their own 30. And they do nothing fancy. Direct snap to Calderose around the left side. He gets a couple, dives forward to the 33-yard line. It's just a gang tackle. You saw a lot of this um, with some injured quarterbacks the last couple of years for head coach Mike Scott. You don't call it the true wildcat formation. They just are direct snapping it to Calarose, and we'll give him a gain of three after getting 77 yards and two touchdowns in the first half. Nothing special. They just put the quarterback, Cody Marcus, in the middle. 
They'll put Gregory to one side and Calarose to the other side, and this time they give it to Gregory, but we are going to get a whistle, and it looks like maybe motion again here on Arcadia Loop City trying to jump the gun. And our referee says it is false start. A five-yard penalty, and that'll make it second down and 13. That is the seventh penalty. They had six for 55 in the first half of play. Only one penalty so far in the game on Amherst. Amherst doesn't seem to have made quite as many mistakes except for the picks. Second down and 12 at their own 28. Opening minute of the third quarter. 14-0 Arcadia Loop City. Lewandowski split out wide to the right. They'll direct snap it again. This time Gregory off the right side has some room. Gets to the 30 to the 35 and close to the first down marker out to the 33-yard line. Uh-oh, we got a little shenanigans going on here. I think that's Tobenheim down on the field. Didn't want to let Calarose's jersey go. That was Tryon to pick up 10. Calarose was standing up, and Tobenheim was trying to pull himself up using the jersey. In the old days, the tearaways, that would have been gone. Third and two. Need to hit the midfield stripe for a first down here for the Rebels. They're still over at the sideline getting the play. And again, they're not asking much but blocking for Cody Marcus. He has thrown the ball a few times, but they're not asking a whole lot of him with Jaden Scott, the number one quarterback, still out for now. Out wide to the left is Preston Rogers. Going to go with an offset formation this time. Actually, Marcus is going to put his hand in the dirt. Short snap. The ball hits the ground. It's still being thrown around. It goes forward up into the line of scrimmage. And it will be covered by Arcadia Loop City, and it might actually be enough for the first down. But there is a flag on the play. We had a beanbag, then we had a flag. The fumble went forward. And they're going to call a chop block on Arcadia Loop City on a fumble. So somebody... Must have not saw the fumble, and that is a huge penalty on the Rebels. They have went backwards a lot tonight. Ten-yard chop block, and instead of having a first down, it'll be third and about 12 back at the 28-yard line. Ten minutes to go, third quarter, 14-0. Still your score. Arcadia Loop City. And again, just one wide out. Cody Marcus takes the low snap, drops back, throws it down the left sideline, up for grabs, and this is a jump ball. Arcadia Loop City has the catch inside the 20 down to the 17-yard line. Logan Gregory against Quinton Frank. Or was it Lewandusky? Excuse me, Lewandusky is as it should have been. Lewandusky makes a, a phenomenal catch down there. A gain of 35 yards on the play. Cody Marcus, both of these quarterbacks have an arm to throw it down the field. And a lot of it's one-on-one coverage and converting third and 12 and on the move here with a first down. At the 17-yard line of the Broncos, they can go back to the ground game. Direct snap low, knee on the ground, and a loss that time for Calarose to the 20-yard line. Some of these you just mark as a team loss. Some of them you have to mark on the 
running back slash quarterback. That one will go on Calarose. A loss of three, second down and 13 at the 20. This is the difference between these two teams. When you get to about this spot, Pleasanton has somebody they could rely on to make a field goal if you get to a fourth and long inside the 20. Arcadia Loop City does not. Drew Lewandowski again split out wide to the right. It's just flat man-man coverage. Now out of the backfield is going to be Gregory. Twins to that side. It's still a direct snap. Calarose over the left side gets into the secondary. Inside the 15, stretches the football to the 10. It's going to be a gain of 10, and it's going to be third down and three. So the Rebels, after not being able to do anything in the first quarter, again, they only ran six plays. That was one of the reasons. They've got it going now and are looking to take a three-score lead on the opening drive of the second half. We're down to 840. Third down and three at the Bronco 10. Amherst needs a stop here. Again, send Gregory out of the backfield. Direct snap to Marcus. He'll throw it out here in the flat. It is complete to Gregory, and he is going to be knocked out of his hands as he hits out of bounds. He had it in his fingers, and then Rody knocked it away as they went to the sideline. So it'll be fourth down and three at the 10. Three for a first down, 10 for a touchdown. Big, big play, as they all are, but this one will have a little more shine on it if Amherst can get a stop and stay in this game. If the Rebels put this one in, still a lot of time, but Amherst hasn't shown that they're going to one in the end zone without a big play. Again, Lewandowski split out wide to the right. Three backs in the backfield. Gregory in motion from left to right. Direct snap, Calderos to the left side. He's upheaded, didn't get there. Shooting through to make the tackle, Sam Hollander got him at the ankle, and he makes a gain of one, and they'll turn it over on down. So it'll be first and 10 Amherst at their own nine-yard line after Arcadia Loop City was able to take it from their 30 after a penalty or two, still able to take it down to the 10, but no farther. So the Broncos will take over with 8.21 to go here in the third quarter, trailing 14 to nothing, their first offensive possession. And Rohde under center, out of the power eye. He'll turn and give it to Frank. Off that left side, gets what he can. Dives across the 10, up near the 13, maybe the 14-yard line. That is how they started the ball game, was just trying to take him off the left side. They liked what they saw there. It's going to be a gain of four. That's the first rushing attempt for Frank since the end of the first quarter. He's got eight carries for 30 yards in the football game. And we'll bring up second down and six. Amherst lines up again in the eye. Hasn't varied it much. Rohde off the right side. Trampy finds a little bit of a seam to get across the 15 to the 16. It's going to be a gain of two. And that'll bring up third down and four for Amherst, who needs to find a way to move the chains here. Three and outs are not going to get the job done, obviously. And they were on defense there for a good stretch to start the quarter. Defensive personnel changes here for Coach Mike Scott and the gang. Again, take out a lineman, bring in another rusher. At defensive end, Logan Gregory, he's really disrupted him. Third and four out of the eye. Rohde hands it off again to Trampy, and he is hit at the line of scrimmage and might fall forward for a yard. The ball stripped away by Calarose. Nobody saw it. He's in the end zone, and all the officials are looking at each other, and they say, yes, touchdown. Nobody knew what happened, and the referee says, I got this. Try on Calarose with an 18-yard fumble return, his third touchdown of the night. That's the second time that's happened tonight, maybe the third that they've ripped it out of the pile. 
This time, though, they say that the play was still live, and the Rebels will have a two-point conversion coming up. So here come the Rebels after a five-points bank touchdown. Five-points bank, the better bank in Kearney. Same formation, Lewandowski the wideout. Three backs in the backfield. Marcus to throw, slant to Lewandowski. Threw it behind him, and Drew couldn't get it hauled in. So the two-point conversion, no good. And with 7.04 to go in the third quarter, Arcadia Loop City 20, Amherst nothing on Power 99, KKPR-FM, Kearney Hastings, Grand Island. Are your internet demands changing? Just a few short years ago, internet service was much different than it is today. The everyday home now has an average of 12 connected devices accessing the Wi-Fi modem. You need a robust solution. You need Redline High-Speed Internet from Nebraska Central Telephone Company. They are the internet provider who's tested, proven, and has rooms deep in your community. Call 888-873-6282 or check them out online at nctc.net. That's Nebraska Central Telephone Company. Ken's Equipment in Loop City, in business since 1971 and is committed to providing you with the best customer service available. They are proud to offer the product lines of Massey Ferguson, Heston, Sunflower, White Planters, Schuler Feed Wagons, Westville Augers, and more. Stop by Ken's Equipment at 1110 O Street in Loop City. You'll be glad you did. Or check us out online at kensequipmentinc.com. Ken's Equipment in Loop City is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes and wishes them good luck in the competition. Doug Duda back with you here on Classic Hits, Power 99, Arcadia Loop City, ready to kick it away again here. And a line drive kick that carries back to about the three-yard line, taken there by Frank up to the five, to the 10, tries to get to the outside, to the 15, and he'll be brought down at the 18, 17, 18-yard line. Off the bottom of the pile that time for Arcadia Loop City, how about Jackson Cusick, the freshman? Can you look at these rosters They've got just enough to field an 11-man team, but not quite the depth that you would have. Talking with Athletic Director Nathan Dietz, he says Amherst is probably getting close to that, maybe have to go 11 the next cycle because they did opt down this year. That's also something to remember for Amherst, given opted down. Fullback trap here, and nobody picks up Hollander, and he runs over Preston Rogers and carries more defenders with him across the 20 to the 25. He's going to get to the 30-yard line, and a big first down run there for the Amherst fullback, a gain of 14. He has been the man so far in this football game for the Broncos. Seven carries, 49 yards, and moves it out to the 31-yard line. Rody wasting no time, gets him sat down. He's going to give it to him again off the left side, and he'll roll on top of a couple of Rebel defenders out to the 35, a gain of four more. Right now, Amherst is looking for something that's going to work, and that might be what's working for him. Then you just pick your choice, uh, pick your play of when you try to go over the top. Jackson Tommenheim has to come out of the football game, and they have to run the backup center in. Brody Bogard hustles in there. Tommenheim coming over, talking to the trainer, Scott Kratzer. Looks like everything's okay. Second down and six. Quarterback option. Rody fakes the pitch, but as he tries to bring it back up, slips one tackle and does get a couple. I thought he was going to be brought down there because wrapping him up was Cameron Russell, but he was able to slinky his way out of the tackle for a couple, and it's going to be third down and five. Rody, they haven't asked him to do a whole lot on the ground. That's only his fourth carry for 11 yards. 20 to nothing, Arcadia Loop City scoring on a 
fumble, strip, and score from Tryon Calarose. He's also got two rushing touchdowns. Hadwiger splits out wide to the right. On third and five at their own 36, Rohde looks over the middle. Another screen out here to Quentin Frank, and it's overthrown off his fingertips, but right there, Clayton Deathless. I don't think that was going anywhere anyway. So Rohde's first pass of the half falls incomplete. It's fourth down. Amherst almost looking like they might go for it here. At their own 36, but they will drop Vavra back to punt it with Preston Rogers standing back at about his own 12-yard line. Both punters have done a good job tonight. Good snap to Vavra, no rush. Beautiful high spiraling kick. Rogers waits for it, fumbles it at the 11. The ball's loose, and Amherst is trying to jump on top of it. It's a grease pig out there, six, seven guys. No one got a clean jump. Let's see what they do when they unpile them here. Nobody is celebrating, so that probably means Rebel football. They had their chance on a punt of 35 yards. Arcadia Loop City got back on top of it. That would have been a huge turnover. Instead, Rebel ball at their own 13-yard line. Amherst needed a break like that maybe to get back in this football game because their offense now isn't getting it done. They're going to have to have special teams or defense figure it out. First down and 10 here for the Rebels. Looked like we might have got one of Arcadia Loop City's players, Preston Rogers, a little shaken up. Trainers will take a look at him. Coach talked to him. He's going to go to the end of the bench, get a little water. He'll be on the sidelines right now. First and 10 Rebels. And Marcus back to pass. He's setting up a screen. Nope, he's going to come out here to the flat. Good pass, and it's caught by Deathless at the 20. Breaks a tackle to the 25, and he'll make it out to the 27-yard line. A gain of 14. Marcus backpedaled, looked over the middle like he just wanted to throw the screen, but instead flared it out here on the numbers and moved the chains again for Arcadia Loop City. Again, the Rebels were preseason ranked seventh. This isn't a fluke. They were just... Snake bit, as you may have heard in the pregame from Coach Mike Scott, when they had their first game against Elm Creek, both running backs and quarterback had never taken a varsity snap because their starters were all out, and they still only lost by two. First and 10 at the 27. Marcus drops back to pass again. Pump fake, looking deep down the left sideline, one-on-one, and it is incomplete. Looking for Lewandowski. Took a shot at the home run, and Frank and Lewandowski have had a battle over there five or six times. Two of four in the quarter for 49 yards now for Cody Marcus. Marcus has not run the ball once in this game. On one side, one more score probably finishes it. On the other side, if the clock's running with the ball on the ground, you're looking good as well. This is KKPR-FM, Carney. Amherst, Ashton, and the World Wide Web, PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda with you. Courtney back in the studios. When we're all done tonight, the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. The gang give you our area wrap-ups and scores from around the area and the state here in week four. Direct snap, Logan Gregory comes off left card, spins, keeps his feet 30 up to the 32, and then he'll be stood up and driven backwards. A gain of five for Gregory. It's only his second official carry about Two, maybe three other times when they've snapped it to him, they've got dinged for a false start. Not that time. And it'll be third down and five at their own 33. Doesn't take them long in the huddle. Come up over the football here. 
Setting it down, Liam Heil, the big center. With four minutes to go in the third and up by 20. Adjusting his chin strap. Now Marcus calls the canes. The snap goes between everybody. Gregory goes back to pick it up. Amherst misses him the second time, the third time, but he's not going to even be able to get back to the line of scrimmage. There is Tej Hadwiger to finish him off. He avoided the first two guys, but with no blockers, no chance. And a loss on the play of seven more. Make it six. It's going to be fourth and 11. But that is the fourth time tonight that that has happened. And this time they have to punt. A couple of the other times they got a big play to overcome it. Quentin Frank way back there at his 15-yard line because the punting has been great here from Lewick. Line drive, end-over-end kick, going to be taken at the 20, fumbled. And I think Arcadia Loop City's on it. They are. Fumbled forward, and Deathless is on the pile. He's got an interception and a fumble return. A 38-yard punt that ends up being fumbled away, and that is the fifth turnover for Amherst. Arcadia Loop City will get it at the Amherst 22. So everything that was going well in the first three weeks is evening out tonight for the Amherst Broncos. Market at the 22. Up 20 to nothing. Marcus calling the cadence. Direct snap to Calarose. Up the middle, huge hole, and it's closed quickly. Frank, from his safety position, comes up and makes the tackle at the 15-yard line. A gain of seven, and that will put Calarose over 100 yards tonight. Two offensive touchdowns, one defensive touchdown. 2.45 remaining in the third. Arcadia Loop City 20, and Amherst nothing. Lewandowski comes out. They're going to put Preston Rogers flanking out to the right side this time. Gregory and Calarose, the workhorses back there in the backfield. And a direct snap to Calarose and another flag. And this time it's going to be encroachment on Amherst. That is only their second penalty, the first defensive penalty of the ball game. And that'll be a first down here, moving the chains from the 15 to the 10, just enough for a first and goal situation, it appears, as the ball is just across the 10-yard line. Arcadia Loop City took the opening drive here in the third quarter, marched it to the 20, and then eventually uh, had a fourth down and three at the 10, only gained a yard, but a couple of plays later, Calarose with the strip was able to take it away and run it in from 18 yards for the touchdown. First and goal, just inside the 10. Back in, Lewandowski flanked out wide to the right. They've been keeping it on the ground, though, with Calarose. And the snap, long count this time, and it's snapped to Calarose off the left side, lowers his head, gets to the six, a gain of three. Off the bottom of the pile, the freshman Tesmer. So even though they've got some upperclassmen, young Jesse Tesmer has been good in this football game. Second and goal at the six. And again, the best of both worlds right now for the Rebels. They've got the lead, they've got the ball, and the clock's running. Now Rogers back in. He'll be your wide out to the right. Second and goal at the six. Marcus, Cody. Snap goes to Calarose. Same play off the left side. This time he runs to the two, and man-on-man Oklahoma drill gets stood up 
and the tackle made by Rohde keeps him out of the end zone, but it's going to be third and goal. Big hole closed up there by Rohde. And Calarose had a little oomph, I guess you would say, behind him. That's a tough one-on-one tackle to make, and Rohde planted and held his ground, and now he's going to come out of the ball game. Third and goal at the two for the Rebels, trying to add to their 20 to nothing lead. Will they go Calarose again? Yes, they will. Off the left side, sprint this time into the end zone. Fourth touchdown of the night for Tryon Calarose. He had five of them last week at Ainsworth. Tonight, three offensive, one defensive, but there is a flag on the play. You could tell when they were running to the sideline. Coach said, hold on. And that's going to back him up. Third and goal again. Well, they're talking to the Arcadia Loop City captain in Deathlifts. But again, they are backing it up. And that's back to the 11-yard line. Chop block. Or blocking below the waist. And now Mike Scott comes out of the field, wants to know what exactly happened there. Because the Rebels have been flagged nine times. And they've overcome so many of them. Ten-yard penalty. Ball just outside the 11-yard line. We're going to say it's the 11. And it'll be third down and goal again. At the 11, 45 seconds and counting here in quarter number three. Rodgers will be the wideout to the left side. Lewandowski and Rodgers have been alternating, and they do want to throw. Marcus looking to the end zone, and open, caught, touchdown. Lewandowski hauls it in. They have been alternating plays, and he was wide open. Touchdown, Arcadia Loop City, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First touchdown pass of the ball game. Makes it 26 to nothing. And even after the hold, or illegal block as the case may be, they're able to convert on third down. And the two-point conversion coming up here for the Rebels. Cody Marcus with the touchdown pass. It's a direct snap to Calarose. Again, it's low, and that... Messes up the play, and who else but the big man, Sam Hollander, knocks him down to the backfield, and the conversion is no good. But it is all Rebels right now. They have uh, owned the second and third quarter. Arcadia Loop City 26, Amherst nothing. Friday night football on Power 99. Citizens Bank and Trust provides superior financial service with honesty, professionalism, and confidentiality while promoting economic growth and stability in the communities they serve. With convenient locations in St. Paul, Loop City, and Central City, all locations are experienced in real estate, agriculture, commercial, and consumer lending, offering savings, deposits, checking accounts, debit cards, and online mobile banking. Citizens Bank and Trust, proud supporters of all student activities. Citizens Bank and Trust, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 
308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing, certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in, Carney Towing and Repair. As always, a big thank you to our friends at Carney Towing and Repair as we're in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Amherst. Again, a big thanks to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz and the crew. Always good times coming over to Amherst, but so far tonight, Broncos are not enjoying the football game as they are down 26 to nothing. They had their opportunities in the first quarter, holding Arcadia Loop City to seven yards while getting 83 themselves, but this game was scoreless until the 4-16 mark of the second quarter when the Rebels finally scored. Then they were able to get an interception and score again. Tryon Calarose, two rushing touchdowns. Looked like he had his third, but the penalty negated that, and they were able to throw it in. And finally, you have uh, Calarose with a defensive touchdown earlier in the quarter. So teeing it up here for the Rebels will be Christian Tinchner, the junior. And let's see if uh, Amherst gets a spark or if the Rebels are just going to go ahead and shut them out here tonight. Big run at it, kick the bottom of the ball. That's a high short kick. Going to be taken at the 10, up to the 15, and there's just not a lot of room to run. 20-yard line. Uh, Michael Jackson Kusick, he's made a couple tackles here on special teams. And Amherst, after getting off to a 3-0 start, got to be shaking their head here a little bit, wondering why their offense can't get going. Arcadia Loop City, one of the reasons we picked the game, it wasn't your typical 3-0 versus 1-2, but nobody would have seen this coming probably from the Rebels as they will run into the ball game. Hayden Griffith, he gets set at his defensive end position, back to the I formation. Rohde rolls to his right, ready to throw, trying to get out of the pocket, backside screen, there's Vavra, open. It's completed to 25, and then there's three Rebels led by Detlefs, also over there, Rodgers, as he gets out to the 29-yard line. He's going to get nine on the play. It'll be second down and one. They ran that play earlier in the contest. Rody now three of 11 for 33 yards, and he has those two picks. He can throw it, and he's going to have to in the fourth quarter because that's the end of the third. Arcadia Loop City 26, Amherst nothing on Power 99. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Mother Nature always has a way of delivering a few surprises. That's why your Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer is always standing by. Formerly serving you as crop production services, we're the same faces you've relied on for years, but now more capable than ever, no matter what comes your way. Delivering access to the resources of the world's largest ag retailer with local growing guidance and expertise. We're more than an unwavering partner. We're the first choice in the field to help you get the most out of yours. Score update for you. Axtell leading Medicine Valley. That was at the half, 14-6. How about this one? Heartland Lutheran, a good old six-man score. 86-58 over Lewiston. 
as we get ready to start the fourth quarter of play. Second and one here for Amherst. They'll hand it off to Frank, and he'll have enough for the first down yardage. Picks up about three on the play, and that'll move the chains here to uh, start the fourth quarter. Doug Duda with you on Power 99, PlatteRiverPreps.com. For Quentin Frank, just 36 yards, but as that moves the chains, nine first downs. Arcadia Loop City's try on Calarose, 112 yards. They did throw for 60 yards in that quarter for Arcadia Loop City. First and 10, toss sweep right side. Frank looking for the blocks, gets 135, still on his feet, 40, and gets into Rebel territory at the 38-yard line before Justin Lewick makes the tackle. That's going to be a gain of nine. Second down and one, and this is a little bit more manageable for Amherst. Get the second down and shorts. Then you can move that football a little bit easier. Arcadia Loop City, big cushion. Only one of those two-point conversions have they made, but they've got a four-score lead. Staying out of the eye. Again, handed off this time to the eye-back Tesmer. He's got another first down, but flags all over the place. 35-30 right through the big hole he ran through off left end. I would imagine this is going to be a hold. It was a nice run by Tesmer to the 28. Would have been a gain of 14. And Amherst hasn't been penalized much, and that'll be their first hold of the football game. So third penalty for a total of 20 yards. Nine penalties that have been accepted for 80 yards on Arcadia Loop City. Don't forget when our game is over, it'll be the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Final stats and take a look at how the game broke down tonight. Again, we were scoreless until late in the second quarter, the 4-16 mark, when Tryon Calderos broke free on an 18-yard touchdown run. Second and eight. Back to pass. Rody has some pressure from the backside. Throws it out here and drops at the 35-yard line, trying to get it to Hadwiger, but him and Vavra... And actually, Hollander were all basically in about a five-yard bubble, the word we've heard a lot of, uh, and maybe he thought that that was going to be for somebody else. Nonetheless, it's incomplete. Third down and eight at their own 35 with 10.54 remaining in the game. Taking a look at some of the scores that we can update you on on the Platte River Prep scoreboard. Fremont leading Grand Island in the third quarter, 7-6. to six. Northwest led Waverly 7-0 at the half. Central City leading Lexington at the half, 42-0. Third and eight, Rody sets a screen. Frank's got it. He's got room, 35-40-45, and he is drugged down by the back of the jersey, and there's going to be a horse collar. I was wondering if that's what we were going to get as he's brought out of bounds at the 34-yard line of Arcadia Loop City. That's going to be an 11-yard gain, maybe even more than that. It is a horse collar tackle. So an 11-yard gain and then tack on the penalty. On the horse collar tackle, that is 15 yards. And a first down here for Amherst. Don't see many of those at this level. But Arcadia Loop City might end up with 100 yards and penalty and still win this game with a shutout. But now the Broncos are in business. First and 10 at the 19. Rody under center. Back to pass. Has some time. Steps up. Wants to run. Tries to get to the corner. And a nice job, Deathless. I'll tell you what, ladies and gentlemen. You want to watch this Arcadia Loop City team play? Clayton Deathless. 
who's gotten plenty of pub. There's no doubt about it, but he has been incredible tonight, especially on the defensive side of the ball. As Rody picks up just a couple, it'll be second down and eight. Looked like once he stepped up in the pocket, he was going to have room to roam, but Deathloff said no. Back to that eye formation with Quentin Frank dotting the eye. Inside handoff. This time they'll give it to Hadwiger, and he is going to score. Amherst is on the board. They ran that with Vavra earlier in the game. This time Hadwiger from his left end position just came inside, took the handoff from Rody around the right side. It was one-on-one. He beat his man to the corner, and a 17-yard touchdown to put Amherst on the board. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. And they will line up to kick the extra point, considering where we are on the scoreboard. Right call. Nolan Elo. Rody the holder. Good snap. Placement good. Elo kicks it into downtown Sumner from there, and it's good. 10.27 to go in the game. It's now Arcadia Loop City 26, Amherst 7. Transmission problems, sloppy or jerky shifting could be a serious hit to your pocketbook, or sometimes a simple repair is all that is needed. Maybe a solenoid or a small electronic part. Hi, this is Wayne with TBK Transmissions. We'll share some money-saving choices of whether to repair or replace your transmission. Two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, foreign or domestic. The only way is TBK. 2520, have an EQ or online at tbktrans.com. TBK Transmissions, the only way is TBK. Let's do business in the Heartland. Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, the newest addition to the Platte Valley Auto Pony Express winning team. The largest selection of new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs around. Great deals happen here. Sales, service, parts and tires, collision center, and more. Come see why. We are the fastest growing auto stores in central Nebraska. Great selection. Chevrolet Buick, Ford, Lincoln, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, and Ram. The only thing you need to know for all your automotive needs. Platte Valley Auto, Lexington, Kearney, Pony Express, Chevrolet, Gothenburg, Menden, and now Heartland Chevrolet Buick, Lexington, Nebraska, where everybody gets a great deal and a great deal more. want to apologize there to Riley. Riley Galloway, not Hadwiger. Riley Galloway running it in for the touchdown. Now the kick is going to sail into the end zone from Elo. And it's still a touchdown for our fine folks from Amherst. Apologies for flipping the names there. But Riley Galloway uh, got the inside handoff and took it into the end zone. The kickoff goes into the end zone, 26-7, 10-27 remaining in the ball game. And it will be Arcadia Loop City football. They need to grind out a couple of first downs here. If Amherst could get a three and out, who knows? Although they have had trouble moving the ball since the first quarter, that was a pretty nice drive put together there. Quentin Frank, a couple of nice runs, a nice pass by Rody. And now Cody Marcus sets him down here for Arcadia Loop City. Direct snap again, Calarose comes off the right side, lowers his shoulder, runs over a man, crosses the 20, gets close to the 25. Looks like about a nine-yard gain. Still running tough here on both sides of the football. Try on Calarose. It'll be second down and a long one, a short two. Ball spotted at the 24-yard line of the Rebels. In the end, the turnovers are probably going to be the biggest difference in this football game. Even though Arcadia Loop City penalties and errant snaps out of this pistol four or five different times that have cost them negative yards. Second and a short two. Already starting to use some clock here. Everybody in the box right now. Seven men there. Direct snap again. Calarose this time not going to get it. 
They're able to get him around the legs and then drive him backwards. Finishing off the tackle is Riley Galloway. They'll be generous and give him the line of scrimmage. It's going to be third down and one. And they're going to their bread and butter. Again, Calaro's missed the first two games, and the Rebels lost by two, and the Rebels lost by four. He comes back, five touchdowns last week, three touchdowns tonight, two offensively and one defensively. Nine minutes to go in the game. Rebels 26, the Broncos 7. Amherst just scoring. They're hoping for another one of those errant low snaps on third and one. Hard count, movement. I think they might have got Amherst to jump. Let's find out if the side judges on each side agree. And I think they do. It's going to be offsides here on Amherst. Good job there by Cody Marcus. The junior second-string quarterback calls him offsides. Just the fourth penalty, the second offsides of the night here on Amherst. And the 12th first down unofficially for the Rebels. Fresh set of downs, and the clock continues to run. They'll be able to chew off another minute and a half minimum, you would think. No reason to put the ball in the air with a 19-point lead. Again, using a lot of time. Trying to draw him off sides. Direct snap. Calarose follows the blocks to the right side. Pops to the outside. 30-35. Foot race. Look out. 40-30. Try on Calarose. Touchdown number three on the offensive side of the football. He'll take it in from 50 yards out. And that'll pad some stats and maybe officially put this one away. They hadn't been popping him outside a whole lot. He'd usually been going between his center and right guard sometimes maybe take it out to the end but that time blisters won and he's up to 171 yards rushing in the football game three on the offense one on the defense for Tryon Calaros our five points bank touchdown five points bank the better bank in Carney lining up to go for two so any momentum Amherst had taken away there. Marcus to throw the two-point conversion. It is going to be batted away. It's no good. 8-21 remaining in our ball game. Arcadia Loop City 32, Amherst 7 on Power 99 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Experience matters. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Blake at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to them. Their main office is located in Kearney. However, they are where you are. With six satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, they provide the highest quality care to everyone. ENT Physicians of Kearney and Family Hearing Center, specializing in you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Friday night football here on Power 99. Fremont now leading Grand Island going into the fourth quarter 14-6. Grand Island Northwest leading Waverly in the fourth quarter 14-7. Here, Tensioner ready to boot it away again. This is going to be a squib kick that's going to be falling on at the 24-yard line, not taking any chances. 
is going to be Tej Hadwiger. So that's where Amherst will take over. 32-7, Arcadia Loop City. They get ready to host Ravenna in Loop City next week. Amherst will be on the road at Anselmerna, and then they head to the eastern part of the state to take on Exeter Milligan Friend, a, a very strange game on their schedule uh, to travel that far in the middle of district play, but that is what's going to happen uh, for them over the next two weeks. So at Anselmerna next week, and then back on the road. First and ten. And Rohde rolls to his left, play action fake, throws it underneath and overshoots Galloway. Incomplete. A little easier to cover the pass right now for Arcadia Loop City as they're pretty sure that it's coming. The other scores, fourth quarter, St. Paul 22, Gothenburg nothing, Adams Central 21, Kozad 7. That has not changed in the second half. Minden leading Hershey 37 to nothing in the third. Holdridge leading Sydney 34 to 3 in the third. Ord 42 to nothing over Broken Bow in the third. Donovan Trumbull was leading Wood River Shelton at last check, 30 to 13 as they started the second quarter. Earlier today, Bridgeport beat Gibbon 27 to nothing. Second and 10 at their own 24. Rody straight back to pass. Three-man rush, and they got him. Coming from the outside, Logan Gregory. We talk about deathless, but Gregory was all over the place in the first half, and he's going to get the sack. A loss of four on the play. First sack of the ball game for either team, and that'll bring up third down and 14. North Platte St. Pat's leading Grand Island Central Catholic in the fourth quarter, 13-6. Sutton over Lincoln Lutheran in the third, 27-10. In Class D1, it is Highline all over Maxwell, 60-14 in the fourth quarter, and Elm Creek beating Southern Valley in the fourth, 20-14. Third and 14 now for Amherst at their own 20. Rody. Back to pass, looking to float it out here for Vavra, and it is incomplete. It was just a lead for Vavra. Preston Rogers was closing from the safety. He thought he made to pick it up off of his shoe tops, but it falls incomplete, and it's fourth down, and Amherst going to have to punt the ball away and kind of concede things here. We're going to get a timeout, though, first by the Broncos, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. We are located where you need us, specializing in you. Seven and a half to go in the game. Arcadia Loop City 32, Amherst 7. Downey Drilling in Lexington is a proud supporter of all the area athletes. Downey Drilling designs and installs complete water well systems for all your water well needs. We drill wells for agriculture, municipal, commercial, domestic, residential, and geothermal loop fields. From the well drilling to the pump installation and service, Downey Drilling Incorporated is your complete water well provider that takes pride in providing outstanding service to all its customers. Online at downeydrilling.com. There are so many advantages of shopping at Joe's Market in Loop City. You know the people who work there, and they know you. Not to mention the great service, fresh meats, and produce. Joe's Market in Loop City is proud to support the area athletes. Five stations. 1230 KHS. KSS. Hastings. KXPN Carney. The Breeze 94.5. Classic Hits. Power 99. One team. Platte River Preps. Platte River Preps. PlatteRiverPreps.com. Powered by Platte River Radio. Local sports, your music. Back here at Amherst, again, a big thank you to all of our sponsors. As it looks like Amherst is going to 
lineup to go for it, but will Rody punt? Nope, they're going to go for it. Fourth and 14, deep down the middle, wide open at the 40, and down to the 35-yard line is Hadwiger. They just sent everybody deep, and Hadwiger on a deep slant to the 35-yard line, a completion of 25 yards, and move the sticks. Amherst making the decision it doesn't matter what the score is. We want to at least try to keep in this ball game and go get some points. And they weren't set. Illegal procedure on Amherst. They tried to snap it before everybody was set. Quarterback's got to check his wide receivers down the line to make sure they're ready to go, and they were not. In fact, it wasn't just one. It was like everybody on the trips to the right side. So illegal procedure. Makes it first and 15. Backs the ball up to midfield. See if we can get you a couple more scores here while they're Marking things off, Pleasanton was leading Ansley Litchfield 42-16. Kennesaw was up 48-0 on Giltner. Looking for an Alma Bertrand score, 646-0506. Love to hear from you. First and 15, Rody deep drop, screen pass to Frank. Frank trying to avoid death lifts and just can't do it. Got a yard, and now a penalty flag. That might be a face mask, folks. And Frank lost his helmet. And a little slow to get up, and that's probably what we're going to get is a 15-yard personal foul face mask as he tried to juke him. And anytime you get that helmet yanked off, that is not a pleasant feeling. Personal foul face mask is indeed the case, and that's going to get them all 15. So a little one-yard pass and a 15-yard face mask. I don't think they have to even look at the chains here. Yep, they're they're picking them up and moving it. That is the 11th penalty for 110 yards on Arcadia Loop City. And those are just the ones that were accepted. Franklin beating Elba tonight in six-man, 60-6. to six. Franklin's doing a great job so far this year. Rody steps up, two-man rush. Now throws it to the end zone into double coverage, and it's knocked away. In fact, the two Arcadia Loop City players knocked it away from each other. Hadwiger was down there. Vavra was down there. It was a tough throw kind of against the body there of Rody. Showed how strong his arm is, though. He's throwing it back against his momentum off of his back foot, and it still went about 35 yards in the air. Stops the clock with 6.52 remaining in the ballgame. Amherst looks like they're going to suffer their first defeat of the year tonight. It would have to be some kind of miracle. They're down 32-7. to Arcadia Loop City going to square their record at 2-2. Two two. Empty backfield for the first time. Rody takes the snap, rolls to his right, getting some pressure from Lewick, and has to throw it away. Good defense downfield by Arcadia Loop City. Brings up third down and 10. Eight attempts in the air in this fourth quarter for Kalen Rohde. He has completed three of them for 37 yards. The key one, that 25-yarder to Hadwiger to keep this drive alive on fourth and 14. Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show when we're all done here in Amherst tonight. The gang back at the studio collecting scores from across the area and the state. You'll have recaps of our radio games, including... Bridgeport Gibbon, Centura St. Cecilia, Adam Central Cozad, and this one. Third and ten in the pocket, going for the end zone for Vavra, and he's covered and it's banked away again. Getting the hand up is Gavin Sell. Lewandowski on the coverage, and that'll bring up another 
fourth down. BDS over High Plains tonight, the number one team in D2, 80-6. Blue Hill over Lawrence Nelson in the fourth quarter, 26-6. Loomis downing Overton in the fourth quarter, 47-16. Some of the scores. Earlier today, Aurora beat Omaha Gross 35-21. Burwell was leading Ravenna at the half, 43-6. That was a big second half. We're going to get another timeout here, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Taking care of you since 1994, 6.41 to go, Arcadia Loop City 32, Amherst 7. About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Great Western Bank in Kearney is a proud supporter of all area athletes and would like to wish them good luck in their competition. Great Western Bank, making life great. Our focus is on relationship-based consumer business and agribusiness banking, offering personal checking, banking on the go, mortgage, savings accounts, money management, and much more. Find out which account is right for you at 2121st Avenue in Kearney. Great Western Bank, making life great. Good luck, athletes. Another fourth down and long situation here for Amherst. Fourth and ten at the Arcadia Loop City 24. They'll send Tesmer in motion, fake the jet sweep, send Frank out of the backfield, looking, looking. Rody's got to scramble. Now he's going to tuck it up, and he's going to have to run for it to the 20, to the 16. That's not good enough. He needed to get to the 14. A gain of eight, maybe nine. It's going to be a gain of eight, and that'll turn it over on downs to Arcadia Loop City. That's secondary really good here in pass defense. Two-man rush, three-man rush. They've mixed it up here in the fourth quarter for Arcadia Loop City so that they can set everybody back. First, he was looking for Tesmer in motion out of the backfield. He was covered. Looked back over to the wheel route for Frank. He was covered. And now Arcadia Loop City is going to call a timeout. They've got this one in the bank. 6.28 to go. They're up 32-7. to Our timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect a fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bed liners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus, it quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of Railroad on 1st, on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bed liner. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. B&B Carpet and Donovan, now with Pergo Extreme Rigid Flooring, where high performance runs deep. Deeper visuals, deeper protection, deeper warranty. For the number one preferred brand in flooring, Pergo Extreme offers unmatched durability and a guarantee you expect from a high performance floor. Pergo Extreme's warranty is worry-free for life, providing extreme debt resistance, 100% kid and pet-proof warranty, and waterproof warranty. For the worry-free solution, see B&B Carpets and Donovan, and you'll see why your friends say, that's where we always go. 
Back in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Amherst, bringing you all the action. Carney Towing on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance. Call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. We'll be there. Arcadia Loop City just has to hang on to the football now. Again, more direct snap, but as we say that, the ball is on the ground. But jumping on it is Tryon Calarose. Going to lose about three yards on the play. Something that has to be figured out here. And again, I think part of this is when Jaden Scott gets back and can quarterback here, and it's nothing against Cody Marcus because he's done his job, but once Jaden Scott gets healed up, you probably won't see as much of this offensive formation, although they do practice it quite often, and they might still do it when Jaden's back there. But he's probably going to be out maybe for the next couple of weeks after today hopefully for a playoff run, maybe the last couple of weeks of the regular season. Back judge with the five-second count, and Arcadia Loop City uses all of it, snaps it to Calarose off the right side, and he's going to be brought down out here by Isaac John and company after a gain of about five, getting some of that lost yardage back to the 18. It'll be third down and eight. 176 yards, three offensive touchdowns, and a strip fumble return for a touchdown, the fourth for Tryon Calarose. Coming off a five-touchdown, 311-yard performance on the ground last week. As we approach the five-minute mark, third down and eight. Again, waiting for that countdown by the back judge, which is the play clock in high school football. 4.55. And now we're ready to go. Again, direct snap, right side, Calarose. That has been the money play all night long, and he'll get across the 20 to the 22, but he'll be short of the first down. A gain of four. And Arcadia Loop City can go ahead and punt it away here. They'll be able to get this clock to just under four minutes before they punt the ball away. And give credit to Lewick in the first quarter. He had a 51 and a 35-yard punt. That 35-yarder was inside the 15, so special teams, when they couldn't move the ball, was huge. 32-7, Arcadia Loop City. We were scoreless with five minutes to go in the second quarter, and the Rebels put in two by halftime to take a 14-0 lead. Snap to Lewick. Pressure up the middle. He got it away. It's pretty high. This will be fairly short. Coming up trying to make the fair catch, but can't get to it, is going to be the freshman, in Jesse Tesmer, and the ball will die at the 35-yard line. It's just a 23-yard punt that time, but no chance of a return, which is huge because you don't want special teams to run one back on you. Kick one that they can't do anything with, and that's the case. So here come the red and white of the Broncos again. They'd like to get one more on the board because it doesn't get easier. Everybody left on their schedule, capable football team. They'll take over at their own 35 with 349 remaining in the game. So this fourth quarter has kind of been a long, long fourth quarter. We've moved along pretty easily for the first three, but not a whole lot here in the fourth. And with 349 to go, you might see, yeah, Rody's coming out. You might see the second team in here in a hurry. A lot of them are huddled around Coach Klingelhofer. That's usually what that means. So in at quarterback will be the freshman, Tej Hadwiger. 
And he'll take the snap under pressure, steps up, his feet slip, and he down at the line of scrimmage. Clayton Deathless again introduces himself. Also in there on the tackle, Trey Van Slyke and Jackson Cusick. Looked like he was going to get some yardage, but his cleat just kind of gave out on him. And so it'll be second down here. Talked to his dad and said, where'd you come up with the name Tage? He goes, well, we just needed another T. Everybody in the family, all the kids start with T. No big story behind it. Just a name that was a little different. Second down and 10. Everybody else pretty much the same except for Hadwiger in at quarterback. Fakes the handoff, rolls left, under pressure, nowhere to go. Death left is in there, and he'll make the sack. As soon as, this is one of those, as soon as uh, Amherst subs everybody else out, that's when Arcadia Loop City will too, although they've got a couple of different guys in there. Here's Ethan Krasiski uh, on the line right now. There's a couple of white jerseys. Here's more white jerseys coming in. So a loss of five on the play. Third down and 15 now for the Broncos. Trailing 32-7, to seven, two and a half to go. Back to the standard eye formation with Hollander, the fullback. Pitch play right side, looking for some running room. Tesmer, and he is going to run into the open hands of Christian Tinchner, who comes up and makes the tackle after a gain of five. And it'll be fourth down and 10. So if Amherst can't get it here, the Rebels will be able to just run out the clock. And they could be on their way. They're two and two. And there is no doubt this team can be five and three. I think it'll be a tough task for them to beat Burwell. But uh, they get in at five and three. And whoever draws them in the playoffs will be playing a seven and one team. Because a fully healthy Arcadia Loop City team, I truly believe, would have been unbeaten coming into tonight. So fourth down and ten here as Hadwiger brings them up. Stays out of the eye formation at his own 35. Rolls left under pressure, dumps off the screen pass. It is complete to Galloway. Breaks one tackle but cannot quite make it to the chains. Braden Scott makes the tackle. It's going to be a gain of seven on the play, and Arcadia Loop City will take over. With a minute and a half to go, they can run out the clock. A little celebration going on over there, and we see some other players checking onto the field for Amherst. Riley Fisher in his first game back. There's Tyler Kratzer coming into the defensive secondary. Also checking in is Sam Liming. Looks like a couple of the guys will stay up on the defensive line. Drew Bogard stays in there. And the Rebels trying to make sure they get eight guys on the field. Connor Slavoski, Slavicheski, excuse me. Should have checked that one. Slavicheski is just going to come under center as the quarterback. He's going to take a knee. They'll have to do that a couple of times, and this football game will be over. Here's Jay Seeger coming into the game for Amherst. Some other names checking in there. Matthew Cox is on the line. Trey Volger is on the line. Staying in was Braden Scott out at the end. Looks like Van Slyke may be also in there in the backfield with uh, Kusick. Two more snaps here, it looks like, and this game will be over, waiting on the back judge again for the countdown. So a defensive battle early, and then Arcadia Loop City got their offense going. 
and they were able to put this football game away. Again, a snap, and Slavicheski, the freshman, takes a knee. Checking in here for Amherst will be Wyatt Anderson, a freshman lineman. And we may have to take one more snap. Might have been one extra second. Nope, the official, I think, tells them uh, you might not have to as they're starting to celebrate now and the kids are walking to their sideline. And again, one of the bad things about COVID, you don't get to shake hands or congratulate each other. You just kind of look at each other and wave. And a great effort tonight by Arcadia Loop City. They did take advantage of five Amherst turnovers to overcome their 110 yards of penalties and five fumbles, although they only lost uh, one of those in this football game. And the Rebels come to Amherst, and they'll just take a short ride home victorious tonight. Arcadia Loop City 32 and Amherst 7. Arcadia Loop City now 2-2 two and two, and Amherst 3-1 and one on the season. We'll be back with the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show right after this on KKPR-FM, Kearney, Amherst, Arcadia, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that Barney Insurance, your independent insurance agent, and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Contact Barney Insurance, now at the corner of Avenue Ann and 56th Street in Kearney, also Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. BarneyInsurance.net. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. At Friesen Ford and Aurora, we are breaking the notion that car buy-in has to be a stressful process. Instead, we're making it a simple and easy process. Since our entire staff has you, the customer, as our first priority. But don't take our word for it. Here's what our customers have said. Easiest purchase we've ever made. Awesome place to buy a car. Great service. This was a wonderful experience. Experience the friendly Friesen Ford difference for yourself today. Located 20 miles east of Grand Island, just off I-80 in Aurora, or anytime at FriesenFord.com. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. And welcome back to Amherst. To get a big thank you to Athletic Director Nathan Dietz, Tom Moore, the entire crew here for their hospitality, and to the fine sponsors for allowing us to bring you Friday night football tonight. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today, and New West was on hand tonight to take care of any injuries or cramping or whatever the case may have been. 
for our student athletes. Uh, coming up, the Ruts and Rivals scoreboard show, but let's give you a rundown before we take a look at the final stats. Fremont still leading in the fourth quarter over Grand Island, 14-6 to in Class B. Looking for an update on the Lexington Central City score, but Central City was up 42 to nothing in the third. Aurora beat Omaha Gross 35-21. Waverly has tied Grand Island Northwest in the fourth quarter at 14. These are all finals. Adams Central 21, Cozad 13. Cozad shut out Adams Central in the second half. St. Paul over Gothenburg 35-6. Minden beat Hershey 43-0. Holdridge over Sydney 34-10. Ord beat Broken Bow 42-0. Earlier today, Bridgeport over Gibbon 27-0. Sutton leading Lincoln Lutheran 34-17 in the fourth. North Platte St. Pat's has taken a 13-6 lead over Grand Island Central Catholic in the fourth. Looking for an update on Donovan Trumbull and Wood River Shelton. Donovan Trumbull was up by 17 in the second half. 308-646-0406. Also need an update on Bertrand Alma. Pretty much uh, uh, some other games we could use an update on. Pleasanton, Ansley Litchfield, and Kennesaw Giltner, Axtell, Medicine Valley. Looking for second-half scores there. Burwell beat Ravenna 57-12 in the fourth quarter. Elm Creek leads Southern Valley 20-14. Highline over Maxwell 68-22. Loomis beat Overton 47-16 in six-man. Wilcox held with last night in overtime, beat Wallace 24-22. Franklin over Elba 60-6. Hartland Lutheran over Lewiston 86-58. And Southwest beats Silver Lake 25-6. And it looks like we've got a final. Elm Creek has held off Southern Valley 26-22. Again, here the final score ends up being 32-7 in favor of Arcadia Loop City over Elm Creek and, or excuse me, over Amherst. And we will take a look at the final numbers right after this. Medicine and orthopedic surgery is now offering an orthopedic rapid care clinic. During these uncertain times, our goal is to help take the burden off of our local hospitals. New West Sports Medicine is now offering a walk-in clinic for your orthopedic problems, Monday through Friday, 8 to 4. No appointments necessary. Most major insurance is accepted. Call 308-865-2570 for more information. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery's new Rapid Care Clinic. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. And back on the New West Post Game Show, let's go ahead and take a look at the final stats we had. First off for Amherst. Quentin Frank, 11 carries, 45 yards. Jesse Tesmer, 3 carries for 12 yards. Sam Hollander ended up being the leading rusher tonight for the Broncos. 8 carries, 53 yards. Colton Vavra, 1 carry, 6 yards. Quarterback Kalen Rohde, 7 carries, 17 yards. Was sacked once. Uh, Tage Hadwiger came in. 2 carries, negative 5. And the only touchdown was by Riley Galloway on a 17-yard run in the fourth quarter. 33 carries, 145 yards tonight for Amherst. Through the air in the first half, Rohde was 2 of 9, 2 picks, 24 yards. In the second half, 4 of 11, 
No picks, no touchdowns, 46 yards. Six of 20, two interceptions, no touchdowns, 70 yards. And for Tej Hadwiger, one of one for seven yards. 77 through the air, 145 on the ground for a total of 212 yards of offense tonight for Amherst. That resulted unofficially in 12 first downs. Punted the ball four times for an average of 36 yards, but they had five turnovers, two interceptions, and three fumbles. One of those was a strip that was resulted straight in a touchdown. And another one, the only turnover Arcadia Loop City had was an interception by Jackson Tommenheim that was fumbled on the same play right back to him. And so that was one of the fumbles. Five penalties for 30 yards in the ball game for Amherst. For Arcadia Loop City, it took a while for him to get going, but after he did hit that big run, and it was right after that play of the interception fumble that reset the first down for Arcadia Loop City, Tyron, Tryon Calderos had a 34-yard run that would set him up for his first touchdown of three from 18 yards out. He had a big second quarter, and he ends up with 22 carries, 180 yards, and three touchdowns. Logan Gregory carried it two times for 10 yards. Their rushing total will take a hit because of some of those errant snaps out of the pistol that they ended up just falling on. That happened five times in the ball game, and they lost 29 total yards on those. So 30 rushing attempts, 161 yards on the ground. Through the air, Cody Marcus in the first half was 3 of 9 for 45 yards and an interception. In the second half, he was 3 of 5 with no interceptions and a touchdown for 60 yards. So 6 of 14, one interception, one touchdown, 105 through the air, 161 on the ground. That's 266 yards and also 13 first downs for Arcadia Loop City. They had five punts that averaged in that 35 36-yard range, the one turnover, but something that will have to get cleaned up, the 11 penalties for 110 yards tonight for Arcadia Loop City. Looking at how things played out here in the ball game, Amherst took over and started at their own 14. Uh, we're not able to do anything. We had a couple of three and outs before we could get any first downs. The first big play of the game was Drew Lewandowski coming up with an interception as Amherst had driven to the 27-yard line of Arcadia Loop City, then Amherst was stopped on 4th and 8 at the Arcadia Loop City 23. Jackson Tobenheim came up with that interception, but then fumbled it right back, and the 53-yard drive from that point was where Calarose hit the big run and then scored from 18 yards out, 4-16 to go in the second quarter, made it 6 to nothing as the two-point conversion was no good. Then Clayton Deathlifts comes up with his first of the two turnovers that he had because he had an interception and a fumble recovery, a pick that started a drive at the Amherst 35-yard line with 52 seconds to go before half. Calarose took it in from four yards out. Marcus hit Lewandowski on the two-point conversion. It was 14 to nothing at half. Arcadia Loop City took the opening kickoff at their own 30-yard line, marched it into the red zone, but failed to convert on fourth and three. And Amherst, down 14-0, got the ball at their own nine. But a couple of plays later, Calarose ripped the ball out of the Amherst back's hands and returned it 18 yards for a fumble recovery touchdown. The two-point conversion pass, no good. 7-0-4 to go in the third quarter, 20 to nothing. Then that's when Deathlifts comes up with a fumble recovery at the Amherst 22-yard line. And with 31 seconds to go in the quarter, Marcus hits Lewandowski on an 11-yard touchdown pass to make it 26 to nothing. Finally, Amherst got on the board at the 10:27 mark of the fourth quarter. Riley Galloway, a 17-yard end-around touchdown. Elo hits the kick to make it 26-7, but Arcadia Loop City answered right back. Calarose 
completes a 65-yard drive. They drew Amherst off on a on offsides on a third and two, and then Calarose took it 50 yards on the next play, 8.21 to go in the game, 32-7, to seven, and that would be your final score. And we'll wrap it up right after this. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney and Grand Island. The Cheesy Burrito has been one of Amigos' faves for almost 40 years. That gooey cheddar cheese wrapped in a warm tortilla started out just for the kids and became so much more. Right now, in honor of our 40th anniversary, Amigos is offering three new Cheesy Burritos. Three cheese for an all-new twist. Black bean queso for veggie lovers and chicken bacon ranch for everyone. Great Cheesy Burritos aren't just for kids. So make today a cheesy day at Amigos. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For Courtney and Nick back at the studios, I'm Doug Duda saying thanks for listening. We'll be back with you with some Monday night volleyball as Carney High will host Grand Island Northwest. First serve at approximately 6.30. Tuesday, we'll head to St. Paul to see the undefeated Wildcats, and who knows if they will be after this weekend, but the defending state finalists will take on Adams Central at around 7. Next Thursday, we go to Lexington for a triangular with Kearney Catholic in Northwest. That begins at 5, and then some good football coming your way next week. Among our games will be Kearney Catholic back off the uh, cancellation of tonight. They will be taking on Minden. Again, the final score here. Arcadia Loop City, 32. Amherst, seven first loss of the year for the Broncos. Again, Amherst goes to Anselmo Myrna next week. They'll go to Loop City as Arcadia Loop City will host Ravenna. Doug Duda saying good night. Have a great weekend, everyone. The proceeding has been a Platte River Radio Classic Hits Power 99 Sports Production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.